I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yes, yes. Uh, let's go. You know how, like, it's always they talk about, you know, it's the one that got away or whatever. When you lose that one, that shit be hurt like a motherfucker, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. This is what it be like. It, it be like this. I spent all weekend sleeping on her side of the bed Cause I had nothing to do She had her shit and now she's gone Called every number in my cell phone Just so I could try to find a replacement for you But everybody's full up on a Saturday night They say that misery loves company But I don't agree cause I'm all alone Chick I had on my team was everything on my wish list. Spending holidays, Valentine's and Christmas. Now I'm in the club looking at other bras like I gave up home cooked meals for this shit. I gave up all them back rubs for this bitch. The whole damn thing is fast apples. This is the last chapter. Break up to make up like Max Factor done. Came to my senses. Now I'm right back at you. Let's go. Never want water till the well is dry. Never want stars till there ain't no sky. Never no wind and you don't know why. Don't say that it's, it's too late for us. The new moon rolled high in the crown of the metropolis. Shining like who on top of this? People was hustling, arguing, and bustling. Gangsters the god come hardcore hustling. I'm wrestling with words and ideas. My, eye, my ears is picky. Seeking what will transmit the scribes can apply the transcript. Yo, this ain't no time with the usual... It's suitable tonight alive. Let's describe the inscrutable. Yo. Welcome to the Blackout Tips. This is a podcast with Rod and Karen. I ain't mean to distract you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard like a cough or something. I thought Karen might be choking back there. I'm good. Um, but yo, we're in the house again. Uh straight after doing another podcast on Monday instead of our normal Sunday time. Yes. Did it Monday in the middle of the day. We did a marathon. Yes, we did. And uh, we we actually, you've heard these both of the voices on the podcast before, but we actually have uh, a new record. We have our first ever back to back Skype guest, like no shows in between. Ooh, we breaking records, breaking records. Okay, but before we get to why he's here. Let me first introduce my man, Chris Lambert, who's been a while since we had him on the show. Yes. I think the last time I talked to him, we was talking about Black Spider-Man or something. No, we was actually talking about Penn State right when that oh, dropped. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and Morgan, I believe. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so what's up, Chris Lambert, comedian extraordinaire? What's going on with you? 
Man, I'm doing all right, man. Just uh, working a nine to five, doing stand up. Uh, earlier this month, I got to work with the comedy legend uh, Mark Marin, uh, host of the What the Fuck podcast, the second best podcast in the world, next to the Black Eyes and Tips. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, uh, it was great. It was really great. I opened for them and, uh, we did four shows. They had to add another, they had to add a fourth show because all of them sold out with the quickness. And I just got to work with him and he gave me some, uh, really good advice and, uh, just kind of, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend working with him. That's tight, man. So I guess technically we have been, uh, you know, all like very closely associated with the Mark Marin What the Fuck podcast. So I'm just going to tell people that, uh, you know, we share guests now. I'm honored. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. <laughs> you act like I know him and shit. Well, you know, Mark was talking to Chris the other day. Uh, Mark, Mark Marin. I don't, don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Japanese, Japanese. <laughs> number one comedy podcast on, uh, all of iTunes. Anyway, we were talking and, uh, but yeah, that's cool, dude. Did, did you, uh, ever get a chance to rap with him? Did he ever drop any knowledge on you? Cause I know comedians are always talking about, you know, backstage and stuff that they tell each other and stuff. Yeah, he did actually. Um, I was kind of I was hosting the show, so I was just watching. I got to watch all of his sets. All of them were different, and he kind of rearranged stuff. Sometimes he went around and did like crowd work and stuff like that. But uh, we were just talking backstage, and I felt like I wanted to, you know, do do some new material, like something that had happened to me earlier in the day, and I wanted to talk about it. And I was talking to him. I was like, you know, if something happens to you during the day, do you just talk? If you feel like talking about it on stage, he was like, do you do it? And he was like, yeah. He's like, just make sure it's funny. And I was like, all right, Mark. And uh, so he, I was like, well, you know, I want to do that. And he was like, I feel like I'm going to mess up your show. I want to be efficient. I don't want to, you know, screw anything up. He's like, just do it, man. Fuck it. Go ahead and do it. And I did it. And I ended up coming out with like five minutes of new material and just like it actually like crushed. And, um, it was great, and he was just—it's all about just evolving and and being more fearless, um, you know. So yeah, it was great, man. That's dope. Yes, and I have a stupid question because I might not know comedian languages. Crush is good, right? Crush is good. Yeah. Crushed. Okay, thank you. Sure I was like, he crushed it. I was like, crushed. Okay, okay. And I crushed the building, so that's not. But that's that good. So <laughs> it's just like big pun with. Uh, jokes instead of like crushing vagina. (laughs) Thank you. I better understand. Now, the other thing too, man, Mark Marin, he gets a lot into like his, uh, like anger and angst and and depression and and rage and all that stuff. And normally when he has guests on the show, he's always trying to get to that part of them. Did he try any of that stuff on you? No, not really. He was actually, I I was really, I was nervous, like, because, like, he's such a, like, big deal, but he totally diffused that. Like, he was just really chill. Like, we talked, and it was, like, almost like, oh, we got to do a show. You know, he was just, like, really cool. We were talking about, like, music and, and movies, and uh, that was, like, the weekend after uh, you, me, and Brandon had uh, reviewed Camp, mm. and it was right before uh, he had the... Uh, uh, Donald Glover interview, uh, and uh, we were just talking. I indirectly mentioned you uh, to him, like you're one of your uh, thoughts on the album, like as far as like you know him being Donald Glover being the guy, like your 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 white friends, your what a black kid in a white group, and yeah. blah, blah blah. And he was real cool. You're like you know he was. Uh, it was just really fun to work with. Uh, low maintenance. He's just like just. Let's do the show. Just have a good time, you know. 
that's tight man i'm glad to hear that uh Ooh. you know you continue to come up and progress me in the world too. and uh meet these famous people and tell them about me and my podcast so <laughs> yeah man, you know just keep awesome. it up man uh chris harwick's supposed to come back in town or something you know hit him up nerdist <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go by. I'm just gonna start going by just podcast and be like, "So you've been working with uh Doug Benson yet? You need to get on it." <laughs> um, get out there. um, and of course the other guest. I mean, you should be familiar with him and the fuckery. That oh, actually, let me shout out Chris's website, mundanefestival.tumblr.com. You know, um, so check him out there, man. He follows booty pics and jokes, so it should be easy to see him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, uh the other guest like i said you should be familiar if you tuned in to any of the fuckery that took place on monday um for about i think we tapped out at around hour six yeah um, <laughs> I, I was done but if you took if you paid attention to any of that fuckery we did a four loco marathon podcast where we all drank four loco among other alcohols for some of us a little too much yes a tidbit too much and um we uh you know we hung out and, and just talked shit it was uh you know chris from the insanity check podcast kevin from the insanity check podcast larian from the upcoming man listen podcast and of course my brother from another mother that goes by 12 aliases yeah i'm talking phenom black i'm talking simba a uh, big Simba. I'm also talking shorty short stacks. I'm also talking Brandon. I'm also talking um, Corner, Boy. Corner Boy. I mean, the man is known throughout the internet is all kinds of. He's like Jason Bourne of the internet, like twelve different identities and shit. Um, say what's up to my man Brandon. White people love mayo, <laughs> like black people love jailhouse visits. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course, Brandon can be found, um, you know, uh, actually both of these guys can be found on Twitter. Uh, Chris is at Chris Lamberth and Brandon is at Phenom Black. And he's also the host of Where's My 40 Acres podcast along with Deidre, uh, who's been on the show, Miss Music Lover, um, Twan, uh, Big Twan, aka Twan Burgundy, and my man Mike, aka Silent X Media, um, all of which people can be found on Twitter and whatnot. And you can go to Where's My 40 Acres.com. And check out their blog. And um, hey, is, baby, what you didn't spell phenom for him? Phenom uh, that's what he does. Please, thank you. Yeah, P H. Say it one more time, dog. P H E B P H E N O N B L A K. No C, please. There you go. Um, so I was saving it for him, Karen. I, my, my I'm bad. good. I'm good like that, son. <laughs> I don't just fuck up my guest uh, lines normally. Um, <laughs> and now make many people are probably going. Why the fuck is Brandon back so soon? Cause Those we love some. Brandon. Don't you know I'm tired of this nigga? And I talked to, and probably of all the people that have ever been on the show and all that, I probably talked to Brandon in in life more than I talked to everybody else. By the way, like either through G Chat or, or Twitter or on Xbox. Like I probably talked to letters. him. Yeah, pen pile letters. <laughs> you know, prison <laughs> visits. Yeah. We we talk a lot. Um, and so I got this email the other day, and I'm not gonna say their name. Because they're actually a big fan of the show and very supportive and very nice. But I read this and I thought it was pretty damn funny. Um, it was somebody wrote in and, and they said, uh, "Hey Rod, uh, really enjoying the Four Loco podcast. They are all hilarious." The one I was on. Mm-hmm. The one that Brandon was on. Um, actually, both of them because they also listen to the Insanity Check podcast. And they said they are hilarious. But I was reminded in the Serena Williams debate. Which 
I don't know if I call it a debate, but uh, no. let's let's say it was a debate since we had opposing views at the thing. People were talking and shit. I understand. Um, I was reminded why I gave up listening to Where's My Forty Acres. Brandon is sick with it. And I think he is sick with it. He, I thought she was about I to. Thought, I pretty much tell people that all the time. <laughs> I walk in the doctor's office to get my yearly checkup just to get reminded how sick with it I am. Yeah, that was like, he's sick. The boy is sick. I mean, hey, no, that sounds like a compliment. Yeah, I was like, okay, I, I see. I mad at him. I'm like. You're sick with it. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm like, are you about to say how you're not sick with it and you're too intimidated by his skills? So you had to stop listening, but that's not what she said. Nobody wants to be the healthiest. I want to be the illest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She said, he needs to learn, agree to disagree, not to bash, but I couldn't take that when I gave his show a shot. He goes in on any disagreement, any who, whose feed will the third episode be on, (laughs) which, which, which if you know, if you know how the episodes go, um, she gonna have to get that download from where's my 40 acres dog. It's the only way. It's probably going to split up into two parts. Yeah. My man Dizzle would say, right. (laughs) (laughs) You got to come see me, Ma. We're going to have to agree to disagree. (laughs) 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 That's just how it's going to be. You ain't got to listen. Hey, maybe it's not funny to you. I don't know. I'm just saying. (laughs) I, I, I don't let shit go, man. I'm still holding on to my fucking... Ponytail from back in my rat tail, nigga. I can't, I can't, I can't hold on to that bitch. I'm not letting shit go. Like honestly, uh, when getting ready to do this show, I was like, I wish I remembered the first thing I ever disagreed with Brandon about, and then try to bring it back up. Like, and remember, nigga, two thousand three, S O H H. I said Fifty Cent was gonna be the next Michael Jackson, and you said, <laughs> no, but um, well, I couldn't remember shit. But um, um I'm sorry. Cause I- Truth be told, there's a perfectly good reason why I can't remember this shit. I don't remember what we talked about on the Four Loco show. Right. Because I don't hold on. I don't hold on to that shit. We be talking about this shit, and it's it. It's over. It's it. Yeah. I'm with my life. I, I actually listened to Insanity Check podcast uh, today to remember what the fuck we was talking about. Yeah. Like I was like, oh shit, yeah, we was talking about that, man. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, the other thing is um. She's not subscribed to Where's My 40 Acres, but she wanted to go grab it if he was next on the rotation for posting. And I said, Oh, you um, go to Podomatic and listen to the stream. You ain't got to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> he made it easy I'm, for you. He made it easy for you. I'm but, sorry, but you, you uh, the email, and I'm not offended or anything because right. everybody don't like everything. Like, you are, you're a huge fan of the Black Guy Who Tips. Rod is a personal friend. He's funny as shit. Karen is a personal friend. She's funny as shit. So I don't have any problems with that. Please keep listening to them. But you ain't got to come over to my neck of the woods shit. We hip hop minus the bullshit, so you can keep the bullshit. I'm just saying, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah, I was, like I said, man, I was, I was like, uh, you know, I, I read that, and I replied back, and I was like, you know what, he is stubborn, cause that's, that's hell. Yeah, but I was like, how did I get a pass? Cause I'm stubborn as shit. Like I was, I was surprised that I thought, I, was, I thought the next thing was gonna be like, and hey, you, nigga, you could have let him just move on. <laughs> Because I kept bringing this shit back up. Like, if I uh, disagree with uh, Brandon, I just normally just troll him for the rest of whatever show we're doing. (laughs) Like, so I've, like, come on his show before and had, like, uh, I I think Larian was the guest one time when I was on the show. And uh, Brandon used the word cop to describe um, 
uh how good uh a, a cd was i think it was uh uh larian's favorite artist uh wale and um i was like yeah uh so that means you're gonna go buy it right now and of course we had a you know we, we we debated basically about the meaning of cop and does it mean cop right now does it mean cop in 12 years does it mean cop eventually does it mean you know whatever <laughs> you know what i mean so we and we, it's a bullshit argument but we're but we're just going back and forth for a couple minutes and yeah i think the show went on for about another hour and a half and i was bringing up cop about every two to three minutes that's just what I we do that episode i remember that one. yeah and it's it's never any hard feelings man so i hope people don't think that if they hear us disagreeing and shit that we're taking it serious man I, and and this is not just an asking thing this is the truth but uh, talking to brandon is probably the closest i get to talking like talking to people like i talked to my brother um and my you know me and my brother were only three and a half years apart so you know we have a lot of shit in common it's not like a lot of brothers there's like 10 years difference and shit you know we we talk listen to the same music watch the same movies and shit like that matter of fact if you're my facebook friend you probably saw when i went in on his ass when that dumbass nigga said he wanted to go see battleship battleship that shit was terrible yeah, yeah, we joked. I had to put that. it on Facebook. Yeah, I had to tell the world. At the house now, about that I don't shit. know if I can let that one go. I might have to hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you two? Will the two of you watch that in between when you're while you're watching beaches together too? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. I, I don't think we'll ever. I'll never be watching Battleship unless it's for a joke. <laughs> Um, but, but anyway, man, I just wanted to have Brandon back on because now she has to listen to him unless she's already right. turned this episode off. So I'm trolling my own audience at this point. It's sad, <laughs> sad that it got I to this. I love having Brandon on. Yeah, but I, I like Brandon that much, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the way it worked out. Yeah. Well, how often would you say like we, and we talk a lot. How often would you say that we agree? I, you know, I'd say we agree a lot, but we are kind of like the opposite of me and Karen. Like me and Karen, we, uh, when we disagree, we kind of gloss over that shit. When, when me and you disagree, we like, hold up, stop right there. We need to iron this one out. <laughs> like and, and the thing about it, we don't really gloss over it, but we talk in the same tone that we have right now. So the shit, like we not even having an argument or debate. So people be like, y'all even arguing? Yes. In my normal tone voice. Yeah. Like, I, I can't yell at Karen. That's, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, I don't I respond do know that. too well for that because I'm not a kid. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, we disagree about shit all the time. Yeah, I think sometimes people forget that it's a show. Like, if you want to sit on a conversation between, like, me and Twan or me and Rod, it usually isn't as hard in person as it is on the show. Sometimes that is just entertainment value. Like, right. Twan trolls the whole show all the time. He, he is trolling. Twan don't believe that half that shit he be saying. He don't believe that shit. He just be saying it because he know that I'm gonna fight him back on it because we on the air, right? And that, like, man, look, most of the time, motherfucker say some stupid shit. I just look at him. I keep walking. I let me ask, let me ask you this, Brandon. Have you copped the Wally album? <laughs> <laughs> I almost copped that Jeezy though, so I think that counts. Oh man. Oh shit! Yeah, just almost copying that shit counts as like six Wale albums. Uh, I, I picked it up. <laughs> and I was like, it's nine dollars though, and this is a Rundle Mills the Ghetto Mall. Yeah, I tried to, I tried to uh, go get the Jeezy man, but um, when I walked in, they they was like, mm-hmm. uh, you can get it, but if you walk out, you go, you got to go back to segregation. And I was like, <laughs> man, you know, 
I'm enjoying my freedom a little too much, man. I'm going to let them keep that, dog. I don't need to, um... I recommend Jeezy to anybody. Like, you will never hear me recommend Jeezy to you. But at the same time, I listen to the nigga. Yeah. That's just how it is. Well, y'all make me want to listen. Like, that's how, that's how, uh... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, um, influential y'all are on my, um, actual, uh... You know, my opinion and stuff. I'll be like, well, these niggas said it ain't that bad. And now listen, I'll be like, is, you know what? I still hate Jeezy. I can't. It's, no, it's bad. It's it's bad. But like, we and we've had the Ross discussion and stuff. It's just as bad to me as Rick Ross is. It's just different. Like right. Ross picks better production, way better production. So I can tolerate Ross more. But when it comes to the rhyming, I completely tune it out. I. I don't know one bar from Jeezy's whole album, and I've heard the album at least ten times. Okay, not well, one then bar. I don't feel bad. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Well, look, <laughs> Brandon is back, and he is here for the entire duration of this show. And uh, you just going to have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Spirit in the sky screamed homicide. Trying to teach y'all to confront your own fears. Okay. That way, you hear Brandon's voice, you can go, I can still listen to Where's My 40 Acres. Not to mention, if Brandon is ever arguing with somebody, that means at least one other person on the show is calling them out. That, you know? that, <laughs> like, that's true. That, that's true. Like, you don't go out on the zone. Like, you, like, it's harder to do a show with four people because it's like you do disagree. One person might be like, no, fuck that, son. And you got to talk about it, man. Um, how, how sucky would the show be if everybody just agreed? <laughs> man, did y'all, man, did y'all hear that new song by so-and-so? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Especially right, subject. Especially so, um, a um, wait, music wait, show. Can you guys clear something up for me? Because what's the difference between Young Jeezy and the dude with the ice cream on his face? Who? Which one is that? That's Gucci Mane. Yeah, Gucci. Gucci, okay. Because sometimes I feel like a soccer mom when, when it comes to those guys. I don't really... <laughs> I don't really know who those. It's so close, like they're 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 yeah. close, but Jeezy is a notch higher, okay. only because Jeezy's courses and stuff, and Rod hates his ad libs, but I I think they fit every beat perfectly. Um, he doesn't sound retarded. He just sounds like he doesn't give two fucks about anything he says. Gucci actually sounds retarded, and makes up sound effects, like and the G- and shit like that. Oh, yeah, Jeezy's the ice cream ice. Man, ice cream man, what is it? Yeah. No, no, Gucci's the ice. Well, Gucci is the, the ice. Cream Gucci is the ice cream man or ice cream yeah. face man, and then uh, Jeezy yeah. is the snowman. Right, which is oh. both them niggas ain't cold either. No, yeah. they are yeah. not. Yeah, they. The Gucci man actually sounds like he has a cold though. I will yeah. say that. But that's what years ah! in jail will do to an ignorant nigga. Yeah, and uh, Jesus sound like a third grader could have wrote that shit. Well, um, let me just go ahead and do the introduction to the show. Of course, you listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. You can find us all kinds of ways. Uh, check out theblackguywhotips.com. Uh, it's the easiest way to find out information about the show. And while you're there, you can do things like click on the icon to, uh, you know, give us money by donating to the show, doing recurring donations. We definitely appreciate that and can use the money to pay off our recurring fucking expenses. Of course, you can also join our Facebook group when you're there. Um, like us. If you like our Facebook group, we will like you back as a human being. Um, you can also go on Podomatic uh, if you want to do something like that and leave a comment. I won't want to check it out, but I will if you do. Yes. Um, you can go um, to Stitcher Radio and favorite our show. Um, and you can go on iTunes, search The Black Guy Tips. Uh, leave us a five-star review. We will read it on the air when we do our feedback show regardless of content. So say whatever you want to about us. 
it gets read on the air if you leave us five stars on yes, the sir, review. And I like you back. Get my mm-hmm. mic together. Okay, there you go. Uh, you can also you can also subscribe to the podcast and to the page uh, right there. Put your email address in, and you'll get an email update every time we update the page. And you'll also get a, uh, or you can just set it to give you like a weekly update or something like that. But it's really easy. Um, you can know about things ahead of time. Get that little pop up on your phone or whatever your mobile device and you know hey they got a show they're about to do at five o'clock um we also have a store you can buy stuff put us on your chest put us on your ass put us on your jacket we don't care yes just buy stuff um we got a wall poster yeah we do we have a new wall poster now um that we have hanging up in the background of the show um which i'll have to change the placement of so that it's always on camera anyway (laughs) (laughs) that was rushed <laughs> um you can also go uh check out our Tumblr pages. Uh Karen's is and on top of that dot Tumblr. Uh and mine are we cook medium dot Tumblr and booty picks and jokes dot Tumblr, which is blowing up. It is. You can call the show seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six. Talk to us live uh on Saturday mornings when we do feedback or leave us a voicemail throughout the week. And you can email the show, the tips at gmail dot com. Uh of course the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Thank That's you. right. And now that we're faced with this dilemma of having Brandon on the show <laughs> while we do a whole show. A whole nother show. A whole nother show. I, I Whenever I'm faced with tough times like this, I turn and I say one thing, Karen. What's that? I know what. I gotta believe. Yeah, some parappa the rapper right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I played the hell out of that video game. <laughs> step on the gas, step on the brakes, step on the gas. That was the shit, man. Yes, did y'all, that ever, was. Did y'all ever play that game? No, I've never talked about, but I never played it. Oh, oh man, y'all I missed out. I played the hell out of that game. But Rapper the Rapper was the the best, dude. They had the oh, best you know, music. PlayStation Two. Yeah, that was PlayStation One, I think. PlayStation One. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, I love that game. That. What, what was your favorite song from Rapper the Rapper, Karen? Uh, the one I just said, the one with the officer. Not the, yeah, it was no. Um, the car rap. Yeah, the car rap when he was learning how to drive to get his driver's license. Let me yes. see if I can find that and play it real quick. <laughs> Yeah. All right, we're here, just sitting in the car. I want you to show me if you can get far. Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Yeah, that shit was cool, man. But my favorite shit is actually this song right here. For people that fuck with Parappa the Rapper, I know y'all remember this dude. They had a Jamaican frog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's racist, okay? Yes. He worked he at, at the, the flea market. Shop. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he? No, no, he worked flea at the market. flea market. Right. And he was a Jamaican frog. But that nigga had some flow, dog. Let me play this shit. Oh, no, nah, wait. This is the bathroom rap. That was that was good, too, though. He, he showed he had some skills on that shit, though. Um, you might have to look that one up. Parappa the Rapper frog. Yeah. But, man, I'm telling you, dog. That nigga, that nigga was blowing up, dog. He was in the rain or in the snow. I was like, damn, he killing this shit. He was smooth with it, though. He was slow, but a smooth slow. <laughs> why is the sound like it's loud on this one? Oh, what? Man, I hate you too sometimes. You hear this nigga talking over my beat? <laughs> nigga, what oh, are you doing? Yeah, he, like he turned the volume down and then was trying to do his own version and shit. He's like, do you hear this frog? Money, 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 it's all you need. There we go. Money, 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 it's all you money. Money, 
money, money is all you need. Damn, they fucked that one. That must have been a remix. But it, you know when it goes, in the rain, in the snow. In the rain, in the snow. Got that, got that funky flow. I got that, got that funky what? In the rain, in the snow. That was my shit. Yeah, man. we played that game way too much. Uh, I love the shit out of that game. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, and then they that also. Dude sounded like Shaggy with a sinus infection on yes. that laughing. <laughs> yes, he did. I wish we could find the original version. Um, Screw you, you then, dude. Of course, they also had the, the Asian stereotype. Man, now that I look back on this. Yo, this game was racist as fuck. Yes, it was. Wow. He was an onion, too. No wonder I like this shit. Kick. Punch. Chop. And turn. Block. My bad. Let's double up. Say that again, Brandon. Just like hip hop tabo. It is. <laughs> it, it is hip hop tabo. Billy Blake somewhere mad as shit. He didn't think of this. Yeah, I did. I know. Oh, here we go. I found it. This All is right. the original. All right, this last one I'm playing. We moving on. Since my mama, mama was a baby, baby. <laughs> the rhythm is slow. She can't flow. In the rain or in the snow. In the rain or in the snow. Got the got the funky flu. Got the got the funky what? In. Damn. That's what happened when you lose, nigga dip on you and shit. But that was my shit. You guys, this had me thinking about like this something that uh, happened yesterday. Like I saw on Twitter. Do you guys think that those Big Mac flavor in your ear commercials is that racist to you guys? I don't think it is. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't know why people get so angry about that? I finally saw it for the first time. I don't think it's racist at all. To be honest, I was I didn't get what the big deal was. I didn't know people thought it was racist. Yeah, I think Knife Wonder tweeted it and uh, that it was racist, and then some other people. <sighs> I, it just made me miss, like, Craig Mack, and I wanted to watch New York Undercover. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wanted to... That's it. I wanted to Did he say why to... it was racist? Or did he just uh, say it was racist? I forgot what he said, but he just said, man, it's racist, man. I'm going to start... I'm, you know what? I'm sorry, but it has gotten to the point with that that's racist shit. And I'm going to need people to do a write-up and explanation of why something <laughs> is racist. That's yeah. right. In any way, shape, or form. Like, but, break it down, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> nobody ever, nobody said anything about these Lexus commercials. It's only white people and light-skinned black people that's in those Lexus commercials. <laughs> only, the dark-skinned people are in Buicks, you know, you know. They, <laughs> they have to drive rendezvous while everybody else for Christmas is getting the LX, whatever. You know, I, that's racist to me. I think what happens is that people are just tired of every McDonald's commercial having music and dancing black folks. Yep. So it's yeah. just it's just one of those like um Y'all come up adding, with something new. Well it's one of those like individually it doesn't really prove anything. But right. if you did a collective montage of all the McDonald's commercials with black people, you probably would be like, damn, dog, um, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, we, y'all been doing this for 20 years now. Like, who keeps writing It started these? with Calvin, then it started with, with Tyrese, and after that, it just got worse. My favorite one is the yeah, people yeah, that, y'all seen the couple that do the, um, sing for the chicken nuggets, the, 
R and B chicken yeah, nugget joint. Yeah. That's my favorite one, dog. That that when they start singing over them McNuggets, dog. Like like a, like like a uh, R and B like some girls is gonna come out and some booty shorts or something. Um, nah, it's like like it's one of those like maybe R Kelly might have wrote it or something. Oh, okay. You know, it's like a general just a uh, regular just a plain generic R and B song, but. Just two black people singing about chicken McNuggets. Like, girl, why didn't you send me any McNuggets? No, that's <laughs> Oh, one of them type commercials. I think the song's called Sensual Diabetes. I think that's the name of the song. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I think. <laughs> How come the raisins weren't racist, though? Um, the, 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 the raisins. California raisins? Yeah, the California raisins. The Temptation California raisins. How come they weren't racist? Oh, I don't know. They were they were awesome. I found the um I found the commercial for those who haven't heard it, but uh. That got popped quick. Yeah, and that's actually the happy version of that song. Yes, There's another one where he's like sad and depressed. Yeah, where he's like he comes in the house and it's raining and shit, and he's like, I ain't getting no McNuggets. This should be another one down. Says McLovin. That's like, what it's called. Chris Brown might uh, be on that one. Well, yeah, that beating them nuggets. No, thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, but I do understand what they're saying when they're like it's nothing but singing. But I don't know that that makes it racist, mm-hmm. like um, individually. You know what I mean? It's just. You know, they just, like a lot of places, and I brought it up on the show before, they just need to hire a couple black people that work in their own marketing department. It doesn't seem like <laughs> it would be that big of a stretch. You, I mean, it can't cost more than forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year to have one brother in there that you just bring shit to. Like, hey, is this racist? And they'd be like, mm, yep, and then move on. Yeah, modify it. Yeah, you know, so they and they act like something's wrong when people stop. But like, hey, this is the fiftieth McDonald's commercial I see with black folks chucking and driving. I'm tired of this. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Anyway. I don't think there'll ever be a time, a period, or era, generation ever where black people aren't chucking and driving in some way, shape, or form. And the thing is that we love food too, but people of other races love this same goddamn food. Well, my favorite, yeah, my favorite now, the new thing, um, and this has been happening for since Obama got elected. Um, actually, when it's in the primary, is the new light skinned dude that knows everything. That yeah. is my favorite. That is my favorite recurring character Steve. in all black entertainment everything. and commercials. Is that dude that is always some confused white dude or something? Or it's like I don't know. Maybe I don't want an HD TV. And then the brother just walks over. And he's always like, <laughs> Yeah, if you want an HD TV, then you don't want to be looking at this box TV. You want to be looking at a flat screen plasma. All right, I'm out. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Like, at least they gave us education with in tech. Technology at that. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Carrying the box out to the car in the commercial. Right. What I don't like is is like the commercials that just emasculate men, like the beer commercials and everything. Like uh, you have a commercial, just any commercial now, like during football, like they show this guy and a, a woman like they're out to dinner. Oh, you know, I really care for you and he's like are you looking at the score and he's like yeah. oh no i ain't looking at the score, right. yeah. at the score? and it's like he she's emasculating this dude during like like a foot we're watching a football game and they show a dude get his nuts extracted from him you know it's just like <laughs> like bitch i'm out with you i love you 
we're eating brunch. I don't even know what the fuck hollandaise sauce is. But oh, that shit is nasty. It's nasty. Don't it. try it. So we're here, and I'm not watching the game. Right. I'm always, right. every time I watch a, a TV show, a movie, or a commercial where the dude has a controlling girlfriend or where he obviously doesn't care for I, I, it makes me, it puts me in a bad place because my mind can't help but go to like a, why didn't they just break up mode? Like, yeah, I, why like, is he still, I'm even be like, why is he still with her? And the sad part about that, do that because a large percentage of people think cut, that's how it's supposed to work. Right. They I'm, think they're yes, supposed to be I'm arguing. supposed to be a bitch. I'm supposed to boss you out. I'm supposed to cuss you out. I'm supposed to be, no, bitch. I'm, it don't work like that. We in a relationship. You ain't my mama. Yeah. And I, I really find it funny because, um, like my mind can't help but to be solution oriented. You should have broke up with right. six so it's like, ago, sir. So it's like as I see the argument, my mind is already like, but I mean, if he already doesn't think she looks good <laughs> and she has an attitude, I mean, why would it take a car wreck to realize that you they know Allstate can't fix them by just changing their appearance? <laughs> they they should probably yeah. see get some counseling or just yes. see other people and yes, how, what's uh, their rent situation like? I mean, I talk about this in private. You know, like I just my brain just starts going into all different, different places, dude. Yes. So I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't like those commercials, man. That's not my issue. My issue is more like, okay, why is it okay for females to be all up in your face in the football game commercials where, like, they throw a jersey on, they come and sit down on the couch, and the guys are like, hey, join us. It's great. And they're like, you know what, guys? This is great. Mm-hmm. And they get in on the fun, and you see them drinking a the beer and shit. And that's that's cool. Yeah. But if the dude is enjoying the game and he's out with his female at the function, it's like, yeah, he got to look like he's supposed to look like an asshole. Right. Yeah. He can't, he can't have fun, even though she can come in on the guy's time and have fun. Right. And it's, you know, what's, what's funny is you never see the reverse commercial. Like you never watching uh, like Oxygen and then they have ah! a commercial where the girls are at a book club and then a dude shows up in a football jersey and drinking a beer and being like, oh, I'm ready to live the high life. Let's go, bitches. And then, like, she has to put him in place or or pretend to ignore him or whatever the fuck that dudes normally do to get emasculated. Like, you're never going to see that commercial uh, oh, no. ever. It's just weird that they show them during football games. You know, it's just, I don't, and it's geared towards men. Yeah, because You men- know, it's like a beer commercial. It's like, it's like, Oh, you're not you. You're drinking a light beer. You're a bitch. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what if your dad? You drank that beer with your dad as a kid, and now your dad's dead. Right. That's, that's the only memory you have of your dad. It's like, fuck. I gotta. I'm gay if I don't drink this beer. <laughs> what if you're just like sitting in a bar drinking a light beer? You know what I mean? What if you happen to be a person that's concerned about your calorie content? Right. Well, I mean, just if you're sitting in a bar drinking, uh, I don't know, Miller Lite or some shit, and then they walk up to you like, you drink a light beer, you bitch. It's like, well, I'm, this is a guy awkward. You know, yes. <laughs> I guess I need to go home. And, and I think for most of the commercials, they know a, a high, high percentage of males watch and a yeah. high, high percentage date these bitches. So they say, well, let's put them <laughs> together and put a commercial to keep them entertained. We know you come to football to run away from this bitch, but we're going to remind you that you still have her in your life. But they're <laughs> mm-hmm commercials. Like, they're mm-hmm. commercials that you watch and your girl walks in the room and she sees it. She goes, mm-hmm. And then she walks out. And it's like, for real? Did y'all need to show that during the fucking Cowboys and Chiefs game? No. It's unnecessary. <laughs> she yeah. did not need to walk in here and see that one commercial and and to get co-signed by y'all's million dollar budget commercial. Well, speaking no. of speaking of alcohol consumption, 
I am never drinking Four loco again Fuck in my life. Four loco, dog. I'm on a mission to get that shit removed. I'm, like, I get it now. I'm sorry, Congress and politicians. <laughs> I'm sorry that I doubted y'all and your yeah. wisdom mm-hmm. and tested the fire. No. I, y'all were right. I was wrong. I take it all back. That shit tastes like hot pee on fire. It was terrible. It's, it's what it does after. It's oh, yeah, it was terrible. Like three hour headache. That comes oh, 30 God minutes after, after finishing the second can. Yeah. Unacceptable alcohol creators. Unacceptable. <laughs> I thought it was premium malt liquor. That premium. was not very premium no, to me. No level. No. You win, white man. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Take the coffee out. They did. I mean, they did not take the caffeine out of the drinks. I don't care what they say. Because I had a buzz mm-hmm. the whole night after yeah. drinking that shit. It was I, not. A, I was not drunk. I wanted to go run laps. But I couldn't because I had a three-hour headache. <laughs> oh, I knew I knew it was something. I knew it was caffeine still in there, or sugar or something. Because I went out and played basketball on the Four Loco after yeah, that. I think filled it with Sweet and Low, dog. I think they took the caffeine out <laughs> to dump a whole bunch of Sweet and Low in there. It's <laughs> something, dude. Because I, like I said, I went and played basketball for a few hours after that. It was like I got done. I was like, damn, it was nine. It's nine. Am I still? My? Yeah, uh, Larry was on the show too. He's in the chat and he says my stomach felt like I swallowed a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> dog he's right though man my no. stomach did not feel good uh, like this morning i woke up and i was like okay i think i can eat and everything will stay down and i'll be fine and, and then we all co-signed each other uh as the days went on like after drinking it everybody like i, I said that one email or when y'all said the email it was like man you know so karen didn't feel good and then like everybody had an email come back yeah man feel like shit we all had the same fucking symptoms yeah i was retweeting tweets and shit like i just randomly see brandon tweet something like man fuck for a local retweet that yes agree <laughs> fuck that yes, shit it's just gonna be the drinking podcast no for local fuck yeah that. oh man i'm done with that oh I'm so done testers like modern warfare 3 got testers <laughs> i've never i've never tried it well, don't, man. That malt liquor is too powerful for my inferior Negro jeans, dog. It was like the the black guy who almost tipped the fuck over after that yeah, podcast. Brandon, I love you, but I had to tip. I was like, I'm going. I was like, yes, yeah, nigga, I'm going good. to click. That's that. They didn't ah. call that shit walt liquor. That shit make you feel old, tall, and washed up. I'm not <laughs> drinking that shit no more. I, I will never again, man. And I Karen, was trying. Karen was, went, was, was. I didn't drink no water. I should have drunk more water. My bad, y'all. Not only, first of all, man, I told Karen <laughs> earlier in the day, she goes, what are you on the drink? And I looked at her like, nigga, we got four loco. That's <laughs> that's, that's the drink. That's the drink of choice. That's what we're doing today. That's the problem. That's what this is about. I underestimated. But my she bad. was like, she was like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna get some more stuff. And I was like, all right, we'll tell you what. Let's do a Nagasaki bomb. We started off with that, and then we switched over to the sip on the four loco slowly for a couple of hours, and then we'll you know. Than me man. That's so we with it for me. So that's what we were supposed to do, right? Yes. Come, I Karen comes upstairs with all these glasses. She's got Crispin, <laughs> apple delicious. cider wine or some shit, and uh, four loco, and then like uh, uh, Coke. Did you have rum and Coke? Mm-mm. Well, you had Coke or something in that bottle. You had a grape something. What'd you have in there? Oh no, that was the four loco. Mm-hmm. So you had four loco, and then you did a Nagasaki bomb, mm-hmm. nigga. Our bedroom, <laughs> our bedroom is five feet <laughs> from this door behind us. <laughs> She could not make it. I had I was to okay carry her. I was straight sent down. When I stood up, that shit was like, whoa. Uh, people are always straight sent down. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this, okay? Here. I got it from here. I thought I really thought I had it. I was straight. 
Man. I got an uncle that I get to see say that same shit every every holiday season. No, no. Y'all got me this far. I got it from here. Ooh, that was a long walk. <laughs> yes. That, that bedroom got further and further with every fucking step. I was like, oh, God, am I going to make it? I thought she was joking, dude. That's like how fucked up she was. Like she was, she started um wobbling when I let her go. I was like, "Are you uh? Do I need to stay home? Are you gonna be good?" And she's like, "Oh, I just gotta use the bathroom." I'm like, "All right." So I'm like, "Like, because I was trying to help her get into the bed. She got all the way to the bed, laid halfway on the bed, and was like, "I gotta use the bathroom first." I'm like, "Nigga, the bathroom was ten feet ago. Like, what are we doing?" My bad. My bad. Hope Twan's not here, but uh, foreshadowing. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, man, do not piss on this bed. So I, you know, I'm like, I, I got her to the bathroom. She got there fine and everything, and uh, she laid down. And I'm like, all right, drunky. Um, are you gonna be straight? Cause I'm gonna go play ball, but I don't want to leave you here. If you just about to pee, I'm gonna come back home, and you're gonna be laying on the floor throwing up. And she was like, oh, I'm fine. I just need to lay down and all this stuff. So she goes to lay down and I'm like, all right, just make sure you lay on your side. And she's like, and, like, and she looked at me like that was such a to do. Yeah, we like, all watched Breaking Bad. We saw what happened. Lay on your side. You got to lay on your side. See, I don't know the drunk rules. Okay. I had never been this drunk before. I look like what you mean lay on my side. And I was, I was going to stay, but I just wanted to make sure nothing was spinning. Cause that's really when you know you about to throw up, dog. No, nothing was spinning. And I was like, you, I was like, you sure? Cause you know, Karen is a lightweight and she's like, I'm <laughs> yes. fine. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, cool, man. And she made it through the night and everything was fine. I come back from playing ball. I had the worst fucking headache. <laughs> She's like, my head oh, hurts. Not so I was like, all right. I was like, that's just, and I was like, oh, poor baby. That's your first Mount Liquor headache. I remember those days. I look like Mount Liquor headache. Nigga, I didn't know that came with Mount Liquor. Yeah, that's why you don't Fuck drink you, it. Mount Liquor. That's I what, think I know what happened. Rod might not have gotten a headache because he actually went and burned all the caffeine out. <laughs> But us was sitting around the caffeine and had nowhere to go but Ty head. And it yeah. was straight there. Um, nah, uh, Ty said she had like half or a fourth of a can. No, no, she drank most of a can. We had each had our own cans this time. So I drank all of mine and she drank Which was most a of hers. No, no, we should have split like we did the first damn time. So we, so we came in and, um, I, you know, I come in and I'm like, all right, here's some, some stuff for your headache. Here's some water and here's some crisp and apple cider. Because you need a little bit of that alcohol to get you through that, dog. You do. That shit yeah. helps. And the funny part about it, I gave him to look like, nigga, what the fuck? Why'd you give me more to drink? <laughs> yeah. People don't understand that. like, to to, And it's like alcoholics going through withdrawal, man. You can't just cold turkey them. You, you got to give them a little bit to help them get through it. It's like that the next day. If you've been drinking hard the night before and you wake up, crack open. I ain't saying go get a shot, but crack open a beer. Right. And drink a little bit of it. You'll be, trust me, you'll be fine. You'll be like, oh, I'm good. Nick, man, I, one day, uh, I actually got a, a hangover from sake, which was a completely different new experience for my oh, yeah. ass. That's that rice wine. Dog. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, and, um, Cause it's sake is, uh, like a ninja. It sneaks up on your ass. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 the room's spinning. <laughs> and it was a slow, style. Yes. <laughs> it was a slow burn too. Like one of those, like I had a good drunk the day before. That night I had a real good prime going. I didn't get like slithered. Uh Karen drove, you know, I made sure I didn't drive home and stuff. Um so then I woke up the next day, right? And the hangover didn't kick in. Like I like I had a good another three or four hours. 
walked out the house we we went to go buy some shoes and as we were behind the shoes i my head started hurting so bad my attitude turned like everything was annoying was like, what's wrong they was like can we help you with these shoes i was like help me with some fucking shoes i'm already in the shoe store and it's like oh okay i'm sorry sir i didn't mean to. and then like everything karen was saying was annoying and I'm 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 normally very patient. He is. I knew something was wrong. Like Karen was like like, you think I should get these shoes? Or these? I'm like they they go on your feet, don't they? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> what is wrong with you, woman? I, I knew something was wrong. I was like, like, let us get out of here. I do not know what's wrong, but whatever it is, it ain't going well. Like, I, and I knew I was tripping. Like you ever trip so hard you catch your own self? Like yeah, you know, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Did I need to say? That? I didn't need to say all that. That's unnecessary. <laughs> Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I felt like Bruce Banner right before he turns to the Hulk where he's like, oh, I am tripping. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and you know how uh, me, I'm not a laid bad, but you know, I just gave him that sad eye like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was tripping. I didn't do shit. <laughs> I was tripping so hard, dude. So I checked myself. It was like, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm getting sick. I got a headache. And I remember like, oh, I, this must be the hangover. I haven't had one in so long. Um, So we went to a bar. And keep in mind, I'm a, I'm a novice drinker. I'm not some pro at it. Mm-hmm. So we went to this, to this pizza place. And um, my head was hurting so bad, I was like, uh, you got anything for a headache? And Karen gave me some, um, like, a couple Advil or something. And I'm like, you know what? I I, I want to get drunk again because that might make this go away faster. It does. Nigga, I was half a beer in. I, one, I was all the way back to drunk, which I did not know could happen. I went from able to drive to you take these keys and then Karen dropped me off to play basketball later and I sweat it all out and the, and the hangover never came back so that's what I did yet, uh, last time with the four locos I went to play ball and that might be the secret you gotta sweat it all out before it can get up in you dog must be yeah but anyway man i'm done with four loco fuck that mm-hmm. shit the next time we do some type of show like that that shit won't be called four loco it'll be i'm just doing, I'm just doing a drinking show yeah, yeah. Like honey, we can do a honey jack show i ain't doing no four loco mm-hmm. that shit made my face burn i still got a pimple right here i don't even, i never get pimples what the fuck so basically don't drink four loco and watch this sake intake because sake Sneaks up on you like a ninja, and then it does your tax. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. I got some plum sake in the refrigerator right now. It's good. It's, it's yeah, good, man. and it's good in moderations, and that's why you should take that shit in shots. I just, like, I used to wonder why the bottles were so small. Yeah, me too. Now yeah. I know, dog. I tried to take that. Sh- I was, like, sitting in the house like Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi on his birthday in Karate Kid 1. I was just... Oh, <laughs> I was I watching. We, we all need to go back and watch that. And actually, count how many drinks Miyagi had. Right? How much? How much sake was still left in that bottle while he was revealing his whole life story to Daniel? Son, <laughs> <laughs> even, even your damn karate teacher cannot fight the fucking urge to just talk. Yeah, he's drunk, and he and was the baddest motherfucker in the world. Drunk. How great was that movie? Like, oh man. yeah. It was awesome, man. I, I hate for people that only got the Jaden Smith version. I'm not saying it's bad, but that that first one is an all time classic. Yes, dog. it is. Yeah, like I watched that like a few years ago, and I that almost brought tears to me. It did bring tears to my eyes. I cried suburban thug tears when I saw suburban that movie. Suburban thug tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I, it was, 
I was just like, I'm 28 years old. I'm crying. It's like, geez, you know, it's great. Great flick. Yeah, I have the same issue too, man. Like, for some reason, I cry at fake shit faster than I cry at shit in my real life. Like, mm. it, like I was, uh, ah! like, I, I was watching real. Avatar, The Last oh. Airbender. Mm-hmm. And then oh. it, it got close to the end and shit. That nigga lost Appa and shit. I was yes. like, I cried a little bit. I was like, I had to man up. I was by myself, so you know nobody could check me. But I was like, oh, come on, Ryan, get it together. You know what Man, I mean? There was one video game that almost made me cry. And I know that sounds weird. No, but it was not. one. Where... And it was Shadows of the Colossus. Yeah, that's another you one. Lose your horse. Mm-hmm. When your horse go, man, when you lose your horse, and he, the horse don't do nothing, man. He just gets you where you need to go. But, man, he, he's part of the battles. And yep. It's that like was my nigga. Partner. Y'all don't have to talk to communicate at all. But when you lose that fool on the cliff, Man, my yeah. soul dropped. I'm telling you, dog. When Ares on Final Fantasy VII dies, that was some real yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That was some real shit. Spent like, all that time leveling her up and learning, getting the spells and customizing, and then it's just like, uh-uh, nigga. The oh. end. She was yeah. a healer. Yep. And you know you picked her to be in love because everybody did. Like, oh, That's I'm the fucked up part. I waited for the horse to come back in Shadows of the Colossus. <laughs> I waited for them dog. I wait. I went to the end. Like if I get back to this fucking castle to save this bitch, and my horse ain't there, I'm gonna be hot. <laughs> I got back, and while she was getting younger and I was getting older, my horse ain't come back. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad, dog. I was so mad. Wait, with my horse. Now this is even gonna be. This is gonna sound even more fucked up, right? And it's just going to get real for a second. I'm sorry, people. This is the truth. This really happened. Um, I got a text before we did the show Monday, the Four Loco show, which we all had a good time. It was very funny. And it was a text from my dad. And this is literally like seconds before the show started. And it was like, uh, they found your cousin Junior dead. I'm like, huh? <laughs> that is a random ass text out the blue. So I hit him back like, um... Uh, like uh okay uh what you know what's up and it's like oh they just found him dead and you know he had some issues with like jail and uh some issues with drug use and stuff like that and i was like huh that's crazy all right well time to do the show he didn't tell me about it at all uh, this is karen's finding out right now for the first time <laughs> like i was I like word <laughs> like i don't even know what like but then i thought about it today when i was thinking about um I was listening to something and they were talking about how sad this part of this video game wasn't. Oh no, Avatar. And I was like, yo, I cried during Avatar. I didn't shed a fucking tear, dog. What the fuck is wrong with me? No, you know, and the sad part about it, I think the only, I, I, I didn't realize it was Junior, but your mama had told me, and Roger's kind of really, really bad about giving this information to me. So it's Mama Timothy. I'm like, word, that happened last week. You told Rod. Okay. Thank you for informing me now. I don't know, man. It wasn't that important, man. At the time, I just, it was like we had to do the show. It was I going to be like, welcome to Four Local Podcast? No. <laughs> like, no, I don't we're know. not crying. No. Plus, I mean, I ain't seen them in a long time and stuff. And then, uh, you know, we did go down there, man. Uh, they had roaches, man. So I, it's like we can only get but so close. <laughs> you ever tried to sleep in an apartment with had roaches? It's disgusting. This is like sleeping in the middle of Vietnam. I couldn't get no sleep. That's, no. Like they talk about. Uh, you stand up sleeping. Fuck that. They talk about torture and terrorism, dog. No, man. Just put some roaches in them damn prisons in um, Guantanamo. That should have fixed everything, dog. 
put him in a room with roaches and be like, well, try to sleep then, nigga. You can't. Uh, you really can't. So I get, I couldn't help myself, man. Plus it was that one time the handyman was there, his uh, other brother who uh, actually died a while back. Um, but uh, it was this time that he just like came out the closet, man. And we had no idea that he was coming out the closet, man. We were sitting in the damn front room and the kitchen table doing some um, <laughs> coloring. And my nigga just walked in with some thigh-high boots and some Daisy Dukes on and a vest with no shirt on underneath, unbuttoned about all the way to his navel. And he was just like, hey, Roderick, hey, Rodney, and made a damn peanut butter sandwich like (laughs) nothing happened. I know y'all was like, what is going on here? Like, I, like, I was just like, the fuck is up with this house? Yes, especially younger. You're like, oh, oh, um, is that normal? Is like, that normal? those are my memories of my cousins. We didn't get to kick it, you know, a lot. So, yeah, man, I, I, that was, that was crazy, dude. I, I was, I mean, and the thing is, I didn't judge him. I was just shocked that you could do, do that. that. Yeah. Cause I was only in like, I don't know, fifth grade, maybe. So I was like, wait, people can wear that? Why is he? Why is he dressed like a Barbie or something? And and come to find out he was gay, man. So I don't know, dog. That was so I don't have these uh tight bonds and stuff with my family. Some of them anyway. So I so I didn't even cry. I didn't really feel that sad. It was just like that's a shame, man. You know, haven't talked to Junior in years and that's a shame, you know, rest in peace and I hate to see him go out like that. But then I did a fucking six hour marathon of laughing at at fucked up shit, man. So anyway. That's, that's what we do. Welcome to the show. It's all jokes. Um, also, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I don't know if do either one of you guys play fantasy football. I uh, did, and I don't. I think it's still going on. Okay, so you want to know? Yeah, basically, your league was free, wasn't it? Yep, that's hell. Uh, what about what about you, uh, Chris? You ever play? No, closest thing I got to it was just watching the the league on FX. Oh, that's a good show, man. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I play fantasy football, and uh, mm-hmm. yo, man, first of all, fantasy football is the fucking devil. Like, yeah, I, it it make people fall out. And the thing about it, is that me and Roger, we go hard, man. We actually watch the games. We we watch. We get up, watch uh, what was it, NFL Red Zone, and we really, really get into fantasy football. And Larry played with us this year. He's one of the, one of the first people that came into our league that wasn't like a college friend. Yeah, yeah, we let him in. We needed an extra black person. Like my league is racist. We only let black people yes, in. Yes, it's black. So blacks um, on blacks. Yeah, so we let we let uh, we let Larry in because uh, he's because he's black and uh, he he asked and he had twenty five dollars. <laughs> so we was like, come on in, man. So he got in the league. Um, but if you don't win, because I'm playing in three leagues. If if you don't win, it's just the devil. And the odds of you not winning is pretty high, right? You got like yep. a 1 in 10, 1 in 12 chance, depending oh, on what kind of league you're in. And when you don't win, man, it really does make you mad. Like at, at the world and at football at large, man. He was like, fuck you, nigga. You could have ran one more yard. You could have got a touchdown. And when, and when I'm, but when I'm, like when I'm winning, it's also evil because I become a huge dick to anybody I'm beating. And I'm not. No, yeah, he even talked shit to me. Nah, Karen, Karen, when she beat me, she did talk shit. Don't even try to lie. I did. Mm-hmm. But but it's all good. You didn't beat me this year in the annual Ike Turner Bowl. Um, so <laughs> that's what you call it. Yeah, yeah I call it. Yeah, the, when we play each other, yes, it's the Ike Turner Bowl. She's zero and two in the last two years, but uh, is, a couple years ago trophy, she beat me. Is a trophy like a bronze piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bronze fist going into a black eye. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I should just get a picture of Tina Turner wearing shades. Um, but yeah, man. So, uh-uh. no, no, it's a, it's a recording of that woman. You ain't got to hit me but once. You ain't got to hit me but once. <laughs> that's that's what you get if you win. So I was in a um. I, so I'm in, in my other oh, league. Um, my other league with my white friends. Um, I found out that um, apparently out of the twelve people in the league, only the third, only the first three places get paid. So I made the playoffs like through just crazy hustle and getting all kinds of people off the waiver wire and all kinds of moves. Motherfuckers want to trade with me because I'm the only black dude and they they scared for some reason. They think I'm so smart. They won't make any trade with me. Like I used to offer bad trades on purpose last year because my team was losing and I just wanted to see do an experiment and see would anyone make a trade with me. And everyone's always like, what's the angle here, man? I'm like, what? <laughs> the ain't Like literally at one point I was like, you know what, man, I'm losing anyway. I like to have all the Eagles on my team. That was honest to God my thinking. It's like, at least I could just root for my real team and not fantasy football players. Man, I'm making lopsided trades and shit. Like, all right, man, look. Arian Foster, let me get LaShawn McCoy. What are you up to, Rod? Like, <laughs> I'm like, dog, nothing, man. You got the same reports I have, the same stats. You have the same injury report. Nah, man. Nah. I know you're up to something, Rod. I'm not, I'm going to decline. Cause he beat them every year, just about. And they, and the funny part with the with, with his other league is that they come in with like laptops and printers yeah. and all this shit. Roger get like the the, the fantasy football book, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, he come in with all his scout knowledge and you know. See, but like, oh, do you know that they back up at so and so such and such? They be like, nigga, no, we did not know this. Yeah, I was like, put that into your laptop or whatever. But anyway, so. We do all this, man, and I was hanging out with my white friends, and they was, you know, I was like, why doesn't fourth place get paid, man? Because I, it took a lot for me to make fourth place this year. And he's like, oh, man, we just don't pay. And I was like, well, I didn't know that fourth place didn't get paid because I'm normally in the top three or or I'm so far behind that it doesn't, I don't care. Um, and so they were like, well, yeah, man. Uh, and I was like, y'all should change that shit, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, maybe you just need to make your team better. And I was so mad. In front of my white people, I called uh, I called Andre Johnson and Darren McFadden them niggas in, in like a crowded <laughs> bar, dog. Like a bar full of white people. I was like, them niggas was hurt. I mean, damn, god damn, the, the stress is getting to me, man. Like I never use the N word in front of my white friends like that, man. I don't try to keep them protected, man. I, and the ghost of Marcus Garvey shed 58 tears. Yeah. <laughs> I looked over in the corner and um, Martin Luther King was shaking his head. And drifting off. Yeah. Like had his arms crossed just sternly looking at me like. I got my ass whooped for this shit. <laughs> Did you guys, when you were in school, did you guys have like the pictures of like the black, black American leaders like around your wall and stuff in your yeah. classroom? Yeah, yeah. At my us, at my family's house. In our African history class, African American history was in that was in one of those pictures too. <laughs> Abe Lincoln, Matthew McConaughey, uh, <laughs> Tom from Cruise. A Time to Kill. White, <laughs> I was like, yes. So in the new pictures, great. but they have um. What's old? What's the actress name that did the Blind Side? Yeah, uh, Julia Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock was in there now. Uh, but yeah, what were you going to say, Chris? Did you, you had those pictures? Yeah, well, when I was in school, like, you just reminded me of that. Like, I mean, we had them, like, Harriet Tubman, like, uh, uh, like, Ralph Bunch and Langston Hughes, like, you know, like, little cartoon, uh, right. drawings of them and stuff, like, all around. W.B. Du Bois. 
Yeah, they yes. like patron saints, like black patron saints. Yeah, I miss those days, man. I might, I might decorate my room with that now, man. He brought me back. <laughs> um, Yo, this, 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 I re, I retweeted this thing from your fantasy football. Was that with the white, the white group that you were with? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, okay. For those who didn't see hilarious. the picture, what happened was, um, I, you know, we have a keeper league, so that means you can make trades in the off season. And, you know, keep those players. So one of my friends has Cam Newton and everybody knows how much I adore Cam Newton and I wish I had him on my fantasy football team. So, um, I proposed a trade to my friend. I said, Hey man, um, can I get, uh, can I get Cam Newton from you for DeMarco Murray? And I sent him that tweet. I mean, that text. And then I thought about it and I was like, he's not going to take that trade. That's, that's too lopsided. So I was like, and I'll forgive you for slavery. And um, <laughs> and he replied. He replied back. So wait, we're we're trading black dudes. We're trading black people to forget forgiveness for slavery. <laughs> and I was like, yes? Question mark. And he replied back, LOL, which means no in a nice way. And so then I replied back, just kidding. I'll never forgive you for slavery. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, Peckerwood, and, <laughs> and that was the end. But I took his name out when I put it out there on the internet. But yeah, people keep asking me like, "Where'd you get that from?" I was like, "Should I be ashamed that that, that, that that's me?" Somebody was, was me. <laughs> somebody was like, "Oh man, you keep finding the best ignorance." I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> Oh, finding, oh, I, I am the ignorant. more like <laughs> I am a purveyor of the ignorance, ma'am. Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, the other thing, too, I was thinking about, um, I hate people that think they're deep because they know how to break down big words into their smaller, smaller um, like, unisyllable words and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, I was listening, and what made me think of this is um, I was listening to Outcast. And uh Big Rube. Y'all y'all know who Big Rube is from Goody Mob? Like he he's the one with the deep voice that always does like the deep ass thoughts and stuff. Sometimes he don't even rap. Like, oh yeah, okay. Like he'd be like, Outcast. Pronounce out that that dude. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I and I like that dude, man. <laughs> like I wish I I wish I could hang out with him in real life to a certain extent, but part of me thinks that he sees deepness in everything. You know, like part of me thinks you just be playing mad and you'd be like, uh, get your, uh, touchdown, bitch. Oh, you got to get off them sticks. 21-0. That's game, Big Rube. And he'll just be like, hm, game. Is that what you think this is? A game? <laughs> like, it make you feel bad and shit. You're like, man, I'm sorry. You're calling a man a bitch. But what is a bitch? A bee and a itch. Um, so, <laughs> so he said, he, he said, uh, he was like, uh, something about attaining the level of conscience instead of conscience. Oh God! And I was thought I was like I was I was like that shit sounds cool on this album because it's got a good beat and I like Big Rube, but I hate people that do that in real life, man. No, like you ever yeah. talk to somebody that's like you know you like well man if you actually uh you know they'll be like man Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and I'm like well not technically I mean if you actually look it up in history what what'd you say? Uh, if you look it up in uh, history, history, his story, uh, yeah. it's just like, nigga, what are you oh, talking about? Yeah. That didn't even make, make sense. sense. Like, you yeah. just, you could do that to every word. <laughs> I hate that shit, like, man. Hey, Lincoln, you mean the link to the con? Is that what you mean? <laughs> 
like, all right, nigga. I'm out. We, we can't talk no more. It's like they see layers in everything. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. So I guess I'm a convict. Because I believe in it. Like, no, man. Ah, no, I did not say this. Or I conspire <laughs> to be racy. Yeah. She's like, calm you know down and finish your watermelon. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of times in life, and this is for the white people, there's a couple of times in life where when we refer to other niggas as niggas, we are speaking the way y'all would. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, sometimes that's the only way to just tell people. when somebody does, I'd be like, niggas, shut up. See, you got to look at the context of that. That is slave black token boy. <laughs> Up. It's you know what's funny is it's not even um He's like not my brother at that point. It's not even like ah! some ignorant motherfucker normally like it's normally like uh well for me in college this used to happen a lot. It would normally be them like five incense smoking five percenter mm-hmm. dudes. They walk around campus and never went to class. <laughs> yes. yes. Like you would like they would be like thinking they were breaking something down because they they'd be like, see man, this is the white man's Bible. Okay. Now first you need to overstand, and I'm like over. Oh, Over, that's, oh, um, sir, that's not, yeah. well, look, you need to overstand the book of Genesis, Gen I, sis. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you po- talking about? blow smoke in your face. Get out of here. You know, I'm like, this is not deep, man. Anyway, I'll take two packs of the Nag Champa incense. Because <laughs> you're, the, you're the cheapest place around, sir. <laughs> For it's a college like somebody budget. overcompensating because they're light skinned. It's just like calm down. Right. <laughs> rhyming words make you become like the thing that made you smarter in black yeah. culture. Yeah, I'm like to just... overstand the understanding and the demanding of the bestanding though. <laughs> Ever man, this is premanded. <laughs> like I just like I just it's always like when they're trying to oppose what you're saying too. It's never when they agree with you. It's always when you are like, well, actually, man, that's that's a government mandate, <laughs> a man date. I ain't dating no men, brother. That is not happening here. <laughs> Maybe the white man wants you to date men and go on man dates, but me personally, I'm going to just, and I'll be like, God damn it. Why did I even go down this road? <laughs> and it's usually your fault. Usually you started it. Like, you knew you was walking into war, but you just kept walking. Like, you don't know this nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> When I got smart, man, I used to see them dudes sitting on the stoop, and they be preaching to like two or three dudes. Some or, freshmen didn't, and, and didn't know. And it's always like two or three high dudes that just want to fuck with the five percenters. Mm-hmm. It's never some dudes that's about to convert. It's always nope. some dudes that's like, hey, hey, man, hey, let's go fuck with the five percenters. And then they go down there and mess ah! with them. And I would just see them, man. I would just turn around and go the long way to my room like, eh, not today. And like, oh, you just going to ignore me, brother? Yes, I I, I see you carrying a textbook. What is that? Calculus? Calc? Culus? Calc from the original Greek meaning me. I'm like, dog, no. No, not no, tonight. Sir. I can't be out here with you till midnight. I got an 8 o'clock <laughs> class, nigga. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's just it's back to the, like your original thought about like rappers and stuff, how they do that. Like uh, Rappers will tell you, like you're with them for the whole song, and then they start talking to you at the end. And, like, there's this one rapper who I think is really dope. His name is uh, Matthew Ragazzino from Brooklyn. And he's rapping. The first track on his album is dope as hell. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, pass the ball, Sonic. He's like, yeah, I bet a Mandarin that is. I bet some of y'all niggas don't even know the difference between a salad fork and a dessert fork. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I, I don't. And I did, and I didn't. I had to no. Google it. I had to. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I think it's like one is shorter or taller than the other one or some shit like that. Who cares? Yeah, and it's, it's, I was like, damn, you make you feel bad. It's just like, I just took the time to listen to your album and you make me feel like shit. Like, I'm not. <laughs> and I felt bad. That, like, there is a way to do that. And, like, Sky Zoo did that same thing at a show. He broke down his, like, a part of one of his verses because he was like i know y'all didn't catch it because i spit it so fast like you, you can't do it you can't pick it up that fast that's how i wrote it and he broke it down and i was and noobs was in the front row like oh, okay they was nodding heads like yeah i get it i get it he made you feel better for listening to his music now he's like i'm about to give y'all the key to the secret garden so you can plant these seeds of knowledge within yourself and it was like yes <laughs> you just said made me feel like a dumbass for this degree. <laughs> Like uh, the other, the other thing too that um that that I I hate when rappers do, um, I hate when they break down their line in their like they stop rapping to break their shit down. You know what I mean? It was like, uh, but that's because I just said that the way because it's going to be, I can mean Al or I can mean the word Al. And it, I'm like, dog, we, we get it. We got it, Jay. No, see, Rod, you get it. Let's be honest. No, nigga, you get it. Yeah, you're right. Some people don't. You're right. Larry, you know like, that, some people like that simple like, rap. Yeah, somewhere Larry and out there like, yeah, man, Jeezy killing it right now. See, he explained that he didn't mean snow. He meant cocaine. And that Wale, uh... <laughs> LeBron for the, 23 line that for the, is like seven <laughs> times deeper than we all thought. For the 12th time, snow <laughs> means cocaine on this album. Um, so also, <laughs> like well, I came, move coke. Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm so old and out of the loop. I remember somebody said something about that years ago, and I looked at Roger. I was like, snow. Ain't snow on the ground white. He was like, no, baby, that means cocaine. Oh, okay. I be like the white folks sometimes. I don't want to know. Karen shit is what's the perfect going on. person to have. When you get into a conversation with people like that, because see, ah! they don't spend time trying to. Karen does not go spend time trying to figure out what type of connection you no. trying to make with two things that mm-hmm. don't mix. Because <laughs> 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 they make you feel stupid for even coming up with that shit. I like, know. like, like Jesus walk up to her and be like, "I'm the snowman," and Karen be like. Ain't no ice on but you me. ain't got no white on. <laughs> yes. It's summertime. We in Miami. Where the snow? <laughs> Being a snowman, I move cocaine. How am I supposed to know that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't feel stupid no more. Cause I'm, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, and and I do get um, double entendres and all that stuff. I'm very intelligent, but sometimes I don't get the connections. Like I didn't know what a chopper in my car was for a very very long time. <laughs> I was like, why is this nigga talking about going to his car and what the fuck is a chopper? Well, it's probably good. It's better that you don't know those it things. It is better. I do that benefit of the doubt shit. Like I go when niggas be like, nah, son. Like my cousin came down and he from um he been in Arkansas for for years and he came out here one time. And he was like, yo, son, let's hop in the car go find these boppers. And I looked at him. Yeah. What the fuck is that? A candy? What are you? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> is a bopper? And he was like, he's like, son, son, you gotta go get these boppers. And what the fuck is a bopper? He was like, a bopper is like a hoe that'll do anything. I was like, well, that's a hoe. So why you just like, it's, a it's like, don't y'all hoes down here already do anything? Great. He was like, well, you don't respect boppers. I was like, you respect hoes? <laughs> this is some redundant slang. They both right. bop. Yeah. I'm having the same. This is, that sound like a mirror conversation right there. 
We're saying the same thing, brother. It's a term I've never heard before. Right. Say some shit that we all know universally. Right. You're like, let's go get on these hoes. Yeah, boppers. No, I mean hoes. No, I think you mean boppers. Okay. Drink some liquid of the earth. Do these boppers? Do these boppers have vaginas? Okay. Well, let's go do that. (laughs) Um, Like, let's let's go get these hoes and these boppers. And but first, we got to go to the ATM machine. Right. <laughs> hey, well, speaking of bobbers, um, I saw some sub tweets on my Twitter timeline today. They weren't at me or anything, but I saw a few fellas early in the morning. I'm talking oh, seven, Damn. eight o'clock Damn, in the morning early on my timeline. And they were just doing these like subliminal tweets, not mentioning anyone, but they were saying a lot of stuff like, you know, uh, sometimes it's time to move on. But what do you do when she just don't want to take no for an answer? Or, you know, I I would let you stay, but if you stay, I'm just going to hurt you. And stuff like that, you know, like sounding real, I don't know, Drake-ish or something. And I, I was like... I'm like rapist. Like, I, <laughs> like I, went, I went and looked up, I looked at my calendar, and I realized, yo, it's breakup season. Mm-hmm. From here to February... It is the time of the year that women hold on to Titus and men just want to get some space. Because Christmas presents have been exchanged and niggas don't get anything on Valentine's Day. At all. <laughs> so this is the time to shake them loose, dog. It's officially here. So if your man is out here, check his timeline. It's me, not you. It's me. Right. Check his timeline. We we need our space. We either grow together or drift apart, girl. And I feel like I'm drifting. <laughs> right. It's like thing is just fucking it up for dudes like me who actually do need space. Like I actually, I I like time to myself. I don't yep. like to be around people sometimes. So then. When I try to explain that, they like, you won't break up with me. Right. (laughs) And Brandon, I feel you. Me and Roger have been married for a very long time. It sounds, I look at him like, nigga, go away. Go Go do something else. (laughs) Go play ball. I like being here by myself. I don't. And I love him very dearly, but I I can't take 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When he go out with his boys, he's with his boys. Guess what? I ain't got a penis. What am I there for? You ain't around me. You around somebody else. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> nobody ain't around nobody else. You lying. <laughs> yeah, that's like that was the thing that I was checking out. Though it was like it was a ton of people, just just dudes, just randomly, all dudes. Yeah, man. You know, sometimes it's just time to let it go. Or, you know, listen to Jay-Z. When our time together is our time together. I and our right time right. apart is our time apart. Yeah, man, co-sign that line. I hate <laughs> I can't stand the use rap lines to, to describe their life. Right. I hate that. Like, yo, son, I'm about to say some real deep shit. It's like, did you also hop into a Learjet after that? Because that's what Jay would have done. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You moving to London. You moving to London Street. Shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's breakup season, y'all. And also, it's also, you know, in all fairness, time for a lot of women. Watch yourself, fellas. They're going to be holding on tight, and y'all really ain't that close. And y'all are just here till um, handcuff season is over with. 
and when spring comes back they're gonna drop your ass like a bad habit man so of course. just uh <laughs> it works both ways mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like i can get that extra that extra christmas on february the 14th if i play my cards right yeah, that's so girls out here waiting to see how how right you're gonna get before the summer comes mm-hmm. she takes that trip with her girls to miami mm-hmm. like don't go are you gonna actually do that new year's resolution and lose that weight oh no don't worry it'll be fine by spring you got to the end of black history month Ah. to get it right fellas um all right let's let's move on to some articles um i found this one interesting it was actually on this uh this magazine called jezebel uh dot com and basically what they did was they did a they did a study of ladies and or dudes i mean talking about ladies and it's the question they asked basically after they got all these answers from the study is can you tell the difference between a men's magazine and a rapist yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right I heard about that. Yeah. a lot of objectification in men's magazines uh you know a lot of a lot of advice sexually for men's magazines and stuff like that so can you tell the difference and I want to play this game with y'all. Now, if you guys already know the answer, then don't play the game. I, if you I got, do not know the answers to this. All right, Chris, do you know the answers? I don't know. Okay, Karen, do you know the answers? No. All right, let's go. And I'll, I'll, I'll check the chat room, too. You guys play along. Um, The question is, rapist or men's magazine? Number one, there's a certain way you can tell that a girl wants to have sex. The way they dress, they flaunt themselves. Rapist or men's magazine? magazine. Men's magazine? Anybody else? Rapist. Rapist. (laughs) That's right. The rapists have it. Uh, Two. Some girls walk around in some girls walk around in short shorts. No Donald Glover, showing their body off. It just starts a man thinking that if he gets something like that, what can he do with it? Rapist. Or men's magazine. I say men's magazine men's for that magazine. one. Men's magazine. Rapist. Wow. <laughs> well, damn. I feel like the answer to all these <laughs> gonna be rapist. Nah, it's, tr- <laughs> trust me, it's not. Trust me, it's not. Uh, a girl may may like anal sex because it makes her feel incredibly naughty, and she likes feeling like a dirty slut. If this is the case, ah! you can try all sorts of humiliating acts to help live out her filthy fantasy. Rapist or men's magazine. Oh hell no. Dot com. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I would definitely say rapist, but it wouldn't magazine. surprise me if it was a Ms. magazine for this one. So, Karen, you going rapist or I'm magazine? I'm going rapist. All right, I'm, going I'm raping. All right, I'm <laughs> um, the answer is Ms. magazine. Wow. Yeah. So, oh me- yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, number four. Wow. Mascara running down the cheeks means that they just been crying. And it was probably your fault. But you can cheer up that miserable beauty with a bit of the old in and out. God damn. What? what kind of a what? Men's, <laughs> men's magazine. Men's what magazine. Men, men's magazine. Karen? Matter of fact, baby boy. Can I say baby boy? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to have my baby. What, what about you, Karen? What do you wow. think? Wow. I, I would. Oh, that's terrible. I would say men's magazine. That's so fucked up. All right, you guys are right. Number four was a men's magazine. Wow. So the answer to everything is a dick in the face and a dick in the mouth. <laughs> right. Come on, dog. That's the answer. Oh, you crying, bitch? Let me take my dick and wipe your, uh, wipe your mascara off. Take some of this. Would you like some sperm? Because her mother died. Put a dick in her face. Yes. 
Why don't we just go to funerals with our dicks out? <laughs> you might as well. All right, number five. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris, are you about to say something? I, no, I shouldn't say what I want to say. Oh. <laughs> you, I'm, about, I'm about to say you shoot. There's nothing wrong. It was funny. It's funny, but I'll just hold on to it. All right. No, there'll be plenty of more opportunities. There's 16 of these. Number five. What burns me up sometimes about girls is dick teasers. They lead a man on and then they shut him off right there. Rapist. Rapist. I say men's magazine. Rapist. Oh. Wow, Karen, you this just proves women do not know they're rapists. No, and I'm sorry. Say, that question that that response started off wrong. What really burns me about women is and I'm just like, <laughs> uh what? <laughs> their vaginas? <laughs> that would really burn you about, what you talking about sir. Number six. Filthy talk can be such a turn on for a girl. No one wants to be shagged by a mouse. A few compliments oh. a few compliments won't do her any harm either. I bet you want it from behind, you dirty whore. Uh, rapist. R- rapist, and I have a very stupid question. Hold on, hold on. Let me give you the answer first. It was a men's magazine. All right, go ahead, Ken. Oh, what does it mean by no girl wants to get shagged by a mouse? Is that talking about his penis? No, he's talking about like a timid guy. You know, like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, can I, um, please, uh, pardon me if, uh, it's not too bit much of a problem. Um, you think that's pressure as hell. Yeah, that's, me either. I was like, I don't understand the connection here. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's a European, uh, magazine. Um, may I, may I put my penis on your earlobe? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some scrumpets with that man? Can I bother you for a bit of the in and out? <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, when you did say a bit of the in, when you did say the in and out. Yeah. Like, um, that is not a term I've ever heard. Yeah, I only heard, uh, Donald Glover use it on the rap before. That's it. <laughs> um, alright, let's see. You know girls in general are alright. But some of them are bitches. The bitches are the type that need to have it stuffed to them hard and heavy. Rapist. Rapist. No. Ah, men's magazine. Rapist. Ah oh, shit! I, that I, sounds very emotional. Yeah, that well, he just went into bitches, dog. Right. <laughs> that sounds like you been hurt, my sir. All right. Uh, number eight, escorts. They know exactly how to turn a man on. I've given up on girlfriends. They don't know how to satisfy me, but escorts do. Rapists or men magazine? Men Rapist? magazines. Sounds like an episode of SVU. Where are you going with, Brandon? Rapist. Okay, and what'd you say, Chris? Men's, men's magazine. Mag. Men's magazine. Yeah. Talk yeah. about escorts, yeah. Rapists rapist ain't concerned about escorts. See, I would have thought escorts too was men's was rapists because um that's who they be killing. That's why I said that's, that's oh. why I said it sounds like an episode of SVU. Yeah, that's how it always starts, right? <laughs> <laughs> um when you said escort, I immediately thought of SVU. Yeah, that's oh. I, that's what I was going with. Yeah, then they found out the governor is has a has a mistress. Yes, backyard. Yeah, <laughs> just chilling. Like I don't know, I I, yeah, I was with Brandon on that one. Body's getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was with I was with uh, Brandon when it came to that that shit, dog. I, was, uh, I can already hear the music. <laughs> All right, um, locking them up. Number nine. You'll find most girls will be reluctant about going to bed with somebody or crawling in the backseat of a car, but you can usually seduce them and they'll do it. They'll do it willingly. Pedophile. Number nine, rapist or 
men's magazine i'm going rapist rapist karen can i say men's magazine men's magazine brandon and yes chris men's mag oh let me check and see what the survey says rapist thank you thank god i need to be a rapist so i know that at least it's a motherfucker that sooner or later gonna get caught did you say that because it it just sounds rapishy <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like you meet somebody and they reluctant. I can seduce you. What? Um, you sound rapesy. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. There's nothing quite like a woman standing in the dock, accused of murder in a sex game gone wrong. The possibility what? of murder does bring a certain frisson to the bedroom. Rapist. Rapist. What the fuck? Lad mag. That is a magazine. What? I don't. What? That's a magazine. Glad what is this? Serial Killer Monthly? Glad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Serial Killer Monthly, dog. That they got this one from. Is this magazine rape? Is magazine trying to trick us? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, sir. There's no rule that says if you write about it, it's okay. Right. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? I'm sorry. No, it just sounds like a. a a rape rapeman's rapers manual disguised in the women's magazine yeah. yes the rapely standard and i bet you there's no women on this staff at all number 11 i bet you there are a whole lot of them and they just dumb girls ask for it girls ask for it by wearing mini skirts and hot pants they're just displaying their body whether they realize it or not they're saying hey i've got a beautiful body and it's yours if you want it rapist or Rape. men's magazine i say men's magazine I'm going rape, but I know it's a magazine. Rapist! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That one oh, did sound pretty I rapey. Little niggas reading, thinking it's okay. <laughs> That's it. No. Number 12. You do not want to be caught red-handed. Go and smash her on a park bench. That used to be my trick. What? Be pissed. Uh, episode uh, SVU Season 4, Episode 22. Wow, did he deep throw the two? I mean... Uh, rapist, Chris, rapist, rapist, every lifetime movie, rapist, Karen, rapist, Lad Mag. Wow, you what? serious? Oh, what magazine is this? I told you, it's the rape, it's the rapist monthly. They're trying to confuse us. <laughs> the daily rape. Yes, they got an editor that is a rapist, and they see. This is what kills me. Like you always got these movies and these shows where clearly the dude in the corner that be eyeing chicks and don't never speak is probably the rapist, but they have to spend an hour trying to figure out who it is. <laughs> right. Yes, number, right there. Number thirteen. <laughs> so, so sorry. I just keep picturing a SVU where they investigate the magazine. Yes, and, and, clearly, and clearly the editor in chief is a rapist. It's yes, like, the one that keeps approving these fucking <laughs> articles to go out. Yes, he's like, uh, I like this article, um, but uh, I need you to rewrite this, Brandon. Not whoa, whoa, rapey whoa. enough. Whoa, 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 Jim! What is this article that you wrote about women being able to overpower a man? No, <laughs> no see, look at the art. Look at this article that John wrote, <laughs> right? Where, where he pins a woman down and gives her the lusty loving that her eyes was asking for. <laughs> this is the one we're going to print this week. This is what we need. <laughs> this is what we, we hired need you more for. More of this in our lives. Number thirteen. Some women are domineering, but I think it's more or less the man who should put his foot down. The man is supposed to be the man. If he asks the man, the woman won't be domineering. I say men's mag, men's mag, men's mag, all around. Mm-hmm. Rapist. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. This... 
<laughs> this, there's no hope for this world. Nope. Um, 14. I think if a law was, is passed, there should be a dress code. When girls dress in those short, short, short skirts and things like that, they're just asking for it. Rapist or men's magazine? That's men's rapist. Magazine. Men, men's magazine. Rapist. Thank you. That sound. Yes. Some of these are good. Like this one, I'm glad it was a rapist because that was a rapist comment. Yeah, that was was a rapist ass comment. Like I'd hate to open up Jet and see that as the dating advice. (laughs) Ah, she's wearing a short shirt. You got a raper. I don't want to live in a world where women have to sneak to go get in the pool. Right. (laughs) Any men around? I mean, was this magazine from like Iraq or some shit? Like, what the fuck? From Mad Men. Where's? Like, this is from, like, England, dude. They, this is how they get down in England. They write about women like this. And I'm sure Maxim and that shit probably is no better. I've never really read men's magazines. Um, 15. It seems so prudish, though. 15. Wait, hold on. Uh, you going to say something, Chris? No, it just seems like this was the type of magazine. If you're a platinum member of this magazine, they tell you how to rape in places where you had good times as a child. Right. Like, it's just like how to rape at a carnival or. And here we go. <laughs> at the circus. They send you like bond, they send you like a bondage material and, yes. and it's chloroform. It's the SBU season 10. Yeah, like, it's really, I'm being real this time. That really was an episode of SBU. Damn. Oh, really? Yes, Aww, Chris, you could be a writer, man. Yes, it starts off at the circus with the with the with the popping peanuts. You got the two clowns in the back. Next thing you know, you see a red nose go down. That's how it starts. <laughs> I have no what idea what you're talking about. Raping, raping with what clowns? The circus, yeah, SVU. <laughs> There's a circus rape episode of SVU. You no, it's not. Mean a lot of rape. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just gave them an idea. They're like, oh, we haven't oh, done clowns. We ain't do clown rape oh, yet. Yeah, I was about to say, we're going to take it to the extreme. There's a man going around raping clowns. Actually, there's a movie called Vulgar the Clown. Well, the, well, well, the clown actually got raped. But, mm. yeah, oh. That's, that's anyway, 15. Girls, <laughs> girls love being tied up. It gives them a chance to be the helpless victim. Rapist, Rapist. or magazine? Rapist. 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 Magazine. And the last one. Last one. I think girls like plasticine. If if you warm them up, you can do anything you want with them. Now, vocabulary word. What the hell is that? Wait, girls are like plasticine. So I guess it means like plastic. So if you warm up plastic, it becomes malleable. So it says if you warm them up, you can do anything you want with them. Magazine or rapist? Magazine. Magazine. Rapist magazine oh that was depressing as shit yeah man wow i well now you know why i don't read this shit man well that tells you you can't tell the difference between a rapist or a men's magazine oh man you know people say stuff like i'm glad i'm not a woman because you know women have periods or because they have children bear children and shit like that niggas say that you know i'm glad i'm not a woman because more than likely i'm supposed to be raped like that, that is what you should suggest. Basically. There's not too many things I can say. Like, if it just so happens that I can't speak at the moment, my body gives off every suggestion that I need to be raped. Like, it's not even want to be raped. It's need to be raped. Like, it's a law. And, and, the, and the thing about it is that some dudes wonder why, all, why a lot of women who have experienced it or either almost, they just very a mean they're like get the fuck away from me everybody just want to fuck me yeah. because you does this men's magazine well i mean the magazine pretty much tells you don't take no for an answer yes with yes. some of those things like well if she's wearing a skirt you can fuck her uh, if she's saying no that means you can still fuck her it's I like to do a documentary called beyond the no 
Like, yeah. like where where you where you talk to people, and you just get their responses to why they thought there was something else there besides the answer. No, no. right. Like something <laughs> is wrong with you, dude. Like I, like I said, the fact that this is going out as published advice to dudes. And nobody's really, coming to arrest anybody. Like, hey, 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 y'all, this is not cool. But it really shows you the disconnect between, um, you know, men and women in society at times where it get, especially these magazines, which is like a hyper masculinity. It's not even real men talking about real shit. It's always nope. just like, I'm a guy's guy. Let me tell you what I do. I put on some Axe body spray. And I take pussy. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm, that's on, not dog. good advice. It don't work like that. Like, that's not good advice, sir. This... That, works, that works if you want to go to jail. Yes, Great it advice does. if you want to be in a pen next to a mate who's going, yeah, I take ass too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny because uh, I, was, I was watching this documentary called uh, Exporting Raymond. It's about the creator of the show. Uh, Everybody loves Raymond, and he's taking the show over to Russia to get it made, a Russian version. And they were talking about how, you know, Raymond's wife emasculates him in America, but like they were having the disconnect with the the Russian writing staff. It was like he's kind of they're basically saying like Raymond's kind of a bitch, you know, like right. he's Which he got was. he's not a man, you know, like he's not a he's not a man's man, you right. know. And, and that was some of the, the cultural uh, differences that they had. One of the struggles. It's a really good documentary if you're into that. I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but the documentary is great. I mean, mm. But but it just it, that just made me think of that because it, it is it's it's weird because it's you're trying. There's so many you're you're juggling so many balls in the air when you're trying to date a girl. You're trying to get them in the sack. Right. You know, as the young kids say now. It sounds like it's written for young, uh, socially awkward people that are angry at women for not giving them the time of day. Like, that's what it sounds It sounds like it's written to cater to dudes who really don't ever talk to women. Yeah. You know? It's not that you're not, that she wasn't attracted to you. You just didn't, you just didn't do the right things. Right. Get her in the sack. Be a bit forceful next time like she don't like she don't know what she wants yes but but you do and it's your dick what a coincidence you know it's like uh i don't think so like what gets me about this though is and i think of it from another side and this might be offensive to some women because you know i hold on to shit but um (laughs) what it is what it's what i when i i'm trying to figure out how to word this I already know what you're I gonna think, say. If if she's crying, that means you need to have sex with her regardless. Nah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it can't be worse than that shit that we just read. No. Nah, I was thinking <laughs> that. I think sometimes I think this isn't just women who co sign this the men who co sign this shit to get said like this and printed up. I think like like you were talking about, Chris, the thing with Russia. And I feel like, like in a country like Russia, and this is just, this is, it's hard to put I'm hard I'm trying to figure out how to work. Women this. women co sign it too and Right. I and, feel like like a woman could be like, like a woman over there might say, I was, I was raped. I was, it was attempted rape on me four times this year, but I got away twice. Those two guys were bitches. Mm. And like, <laughs> like, and I feel, I feel like it's like, this is supposed to be accepted of the culture, even though they know it's wrong or even, and I'm not saying Russia does that at all. I'm yeah, I understand that, that mentality. Cause it's like when you see, when you hear like a woman get raped, gets raped, 
sometimes the first people to say i don't think she was raped i think it was her fault oh, yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. like i saw that um i actually saw that play out um on the morning jones where ben roethlisberger was accused of rape for like the fourth or fifth time and bo was kind of talking about it like you know it's just sad that you're watching you know preseason and there's women running around with those jerseys on for ben roethlisberger cheering like nothing happened you know he's he's like juxtaposing it with you know mike vick committed these hideous crimes against dogs and like and even the mere accusation before he convicted of anything people were done with him like no that guy's a horrible person but um you know apparently people care more about the dogs than they do about women including some women yes and yes, uh, yes. a lady called up and basically got mad at Bo and was like you understand these women are whores and they'll falsely accuse you and all this shit and it's like wow man like you're a woman and you're you sound like Bo is trying to talk you into talk some sense into you like well I don't know five times accused of rape by five different people is kind of a lot no these women are groupies and they put themselves in these positions just so they can get some money and like wow they mama never told them how to put clothes on to us they fought pulling them off and (laughs) and I guess from my from my just personal perspective it all boils down to uh people don't people just general don't care about women um they don't care about women issues they don't care about women rights um and that's just the truth and sometimes yeah. it's a society thing where it's kind of inbreded like brandon say you know if you're not manly you're a pussy you know if you know if you don't come and be aggressive if you don't beat me you know you're a punk you know if you show any type of affection you know there's something wrong with you and there's dudes yeah. that grow up in this fucked up society where that's inbreded and ingrained into them that women ain't shit you got a vagina you ain't nobody um and it's sad that, you know, almost being a woman, you're like, fuck, you know, you're like, every time, and, and it's sad, but sometimes you think that when, most, most dudes, when they see you, they don't want to fuck you. Most don't. But you have these nutcases out there, just the extreme people, and those are the ones, a lot of times, that you have to be afraid of as a woman, because you don't never know who they are and how they disguise themselves. Cause a lot of times they just don't come right out and say, I'm the rapist, I'm gonna take this pussy, and nobody don't work like that. Man, you right. got people, you got. I was watching a video on World Star, and I know it's World Star, but it was a video. Of this chick with this, with her ass hanging out, and she's in like a bikini, and her ass just did not fit the bikini at all. And she's oh walking the street, and dudes are just grabbing her ass in public on camera, and like, like I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, that is acceptable. So now I don't see that being too far from okay. If you have naked and dudes is grabbing your ass mm-hmm. like that. I don't see that too far from dudes creating like a circle around you and some some evil shit going down yes in broad daylight yes and people being yeah. like well she shouldn't have had that shit on well the, these dudes had it inbreded inside of them dog it's like they cook it up in the in the oven like bread yeah and, and I, <laughs> i'm just stupid go, go ahead God, that oh. shit, but you stupid, <laughs> yeah something wrong oh, right Jesus. And, and 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 i go ahead i'm sorry babes go ahead what karen oh, said oh, that man. that was funny i, know you did. That's, I let it go though you <laughs> oh man karen no karen know how to talk man <laughs> she did not get on this show first of all first of all look at what she has on okay you can see in the camera she wants this i want it bad sometimes you got to be rough with them you guys that's why you got to be forceful on the podcast that's why you guys got to read my magazine you got to read rapers monthly and get up on some of this knowledge that I'm trying to kick yes, y'all. But we send the daily rapists out for you. Yeah. And well, I think, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I guess for me, the way I view it is that a lot of it boils down to sex and sexuality and how children are raised with this. And I think that a lot of women, and we and Roger have talked about this before, if you like sex and sexuality or you dress any form or any kind of sexiness, you're wanting it, you're begging it. Why can't I just want to look fucking good, show you my breasts and my hips in a nice, tasteful manner? Why do I want to have, why do I want to be fucked just because that's what I choose to do? Yeah, I mean, well, the other thing too, I'm man. they don't want to be fucked. I just don't think they want to be fucked by you right then and there. That's right. right. And they don't want to be raped. <laughs> right. And well, what, they're, what, I'm what they're telling the people is basically like, she don't know what's best for her. You do because you're a man. And it is, it is fucking stupid, man. It is, it is actually, um, you know, and, and it's, it's a blame the victim mentality. Like, have you guys seen these, um, new, um, ads against Ben's drinking and it's like women like just like her legs or something laying on a bathroom floor with her underwear pulled down and they're not showing any like actual nudity but clearly something is taking place and then it'll be like you know three drinks ago she wouldn't have been in this bathroom or something like that and you're like why are you blaming her how about this don't rape because people because she picked up the cup dog are you sure those are commercials or were you watching the end of kids Right. No, this was this is look, this, this is even worse. Ads. This is two thousand eleven advertisements. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting these on subways and shit. Mm-hmm. Like and, like and, no and, man, and, that you don't get to, to fucking say no. that. And the thing about it is that instead of telling pink men don't rape bitches, is <laughs> if she go around with her pussy out and you want it, take it. No, keep your dick to yourself and don't touch her. Period. It gets on my nerves. That one hundred percent truth. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the truth. Oh, she was drinking too much. I can fuck her down. No. I wish no. I could title the show "Don't Rape Bitches," uh, but nobody's gonna possibly download that. It's like what Karen was saying earlier. Like she alluded to the fact that it's just the the way society views women. Yes. Like I watched uh, "Girl," the girl with the dragon tattoo uh, this week, and it was good. Like, but there's the. And I didn't know this until, like, after I saw it. You never saw the Netflix version, did you? No, no, no. Yeah, so you walked in there completely in awe. Yeah, Yeah, so that's what a lot of people's like, you weren't ready. The the book's original title was called Men Who Hate Women. Hate Women, yep. And uh, and I didn't know that. And there are scenes that that show that men really hate women. But And and it's just that that whole cultural thing, the, the society about how how we view women and and it's it's just uh it's just it's like you guys said it's an embedded or inbreded in <laughs> in our society and it, it just keeps rising and rising like yeast until it's just it just permeates our whole society it's just uh it's just it's a it's a weird thing and where i don't want to live in a world where dogs are are more valuable than white women. I don't think no anybody wants to live in a world. No, and, and they don't. And also, I think here, too, a lot of people would never think about it, but in a lot of society and even here in America, people would never admit this. I tell people, I thank God that my pussy lives in the United States of America. Um, and people are like, why? I was like, because we not the best, but shit, we got some rules and regulations against you touching me unwantedly. I can at least press charges against you. I can take my husband to court, but like, this nigga raped me without people going, nah, you, 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 you like that TV he owns, you his property. And I think that a lot of people look, look at women as second class because a lot of men say, I'm bigger, I'm stronger. And things like that. And a lot of people have this men is are just superior to women. No, nah, we're equal on a lot of things. Yes, you might can whip my ass in some things, but there are some things I'm better than you in. And it doesn't make one a better than the other. My thing is that you want to uh, demean me and call me bitches and hoes, but yet you want to turn around and fuck me. I don't understand this concept. 
Yeah. But yeah. Mean, one has nothing to do with the other. Like, demeaning you and shit has nothing to do with busting a nut. And that's the sad part. Like, that... It, it, just, it doesn't matter to them. Like, when you're just trying to True. put a nut, it's got nothing to do with respecting you at all. It's about respecting that nut. Yeah, for, for a lot of people. Not that, yes. yeah, I yeah, not that it should be that way, but that's their no, no, mentality. No, yeah, I feel you. It is that way, but that's just how those guys think. Yeah. And I think Rod had a great point uh, about, like, it, it's about, and you kind of alluded to how men, like, we're so hung up on, like, sexuality or being not being gay that we act out in these in these ways that are harmful to other people. It's like you hold stuff in like 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 Bill Burr, comedian Bill Burr has a great joke. Like he's just like you bottle stuff in like because, you know, and, and then it becomes cancer and then you die because you it's like, what are you what are you you using an umbrella? What are you a faggot? You know, <laughs> right. you, you know, you so you shoot you try to you hide your humanity. It, it's so it, you you're yeah. You're hiding your humanity so much that you just you losing you losing that life because it's like if you you're trying to say like I'm not gay I'm not gay and then you're acting out I'm not so not gay I'm gonna rape this person yeah it's, it's super like, it's super masculinity yeah to the extreme like that's what these magazines said like like I said I never read magazines like this coming up because you know I would go to my boy's house and they'd have like a Kings magazine or something like that and you you open it up and then, and like every article is either like Here's a naked woman, and let's get her thoughts on life. And within seconds, the the next, you know, like the first question is like, "What's your name? What do you do?" Second question is like, "So you take it from the back or what, bitch?" You know, it's like, "Wow, that that got really uh, intense." <laughs> like, really quickly, it gets mixed then because how do you separate females who are willing to talk about it in a magazine like that right. from like per se an artist like Nikki Lynette? Who, right, right. Who, well, who, who go is ahead, yeah. Completely about who is completely. Cool, comfortable with being a very sexual open being but yes. at the same time like don't fuck with me like don't yeah. fuck with me on that level it's not about that it, it's the same like you wouldn't want no dude trying to fuck you in the ass dude right so don't just run up on me thinking because i like my i embrace my breasts and i embrace my ass that you get to touch it right well That's what i was truth. gonna what i was gonna say is um, there's no, um, there's no diversity of the type of women and the type of articles and what they're talking about. That's right. So that's what happens is that, you know, they get a chick and if she's like a, um, a model for, for, um, videos, music videos or something like that, they're going to be asking her about getting fucked. If she is a, uh, you know, if she's a Condoleezza Rice, she's going to be getting asked about getting fucked. That's what the magazine does. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, so like that, that's, so I think they sell like this, this disillusioned version of the male ego, which it, is just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. That's all we want to talk about. And that's it's all women fucking, are. And it's, and it's, yeah. un, and it's unrealistic. And I think the thing that really, really frustrates me is that there are some women like Brandon was somebody that embraces their sexuality, that it embraces who they are that like sex and enjoy sex and women are worse than men by automatically calling you a hoe because you like the fuck yeah you know and that and that's a whole nother issue all on its own when it goes to this like you say fuck 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 okay you fuck we fuck all it and it's not it's not nothing like yeah, that. yeah we do uh we'll have to do a poll one day of uh or play a game of uh women's magazine or misogynist yeah because i think we would be equally as like surprise yeah when it's like well first of all you don't need to eat so much pork and if you're not throwing up afterwards then uh you'd be like what is that oh that's 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 vibe um all right um let's move on man we we talked about that for a while and I don't want to get stuck on the topic because, you know, Brandon don't know how to just agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not ready to let this go. So, you know, like, <laughs> women, right? 
<laughs> so uh deandra sanders i don't know if y'all saw this last night on twitter Uh-oh. um but she's Deion sanders uh daughter from his first marriage mm-hmm. she went on twitter and went on an epic rant uh-huh. about epic. how um pilar sanders uh, you didn't know it who was a football wives star is about to get um divorced filing for a divorce or whatever from Deion sanders yeah i heard that and yeah Mm -hmm. she she claimed that um she didn't know that uh they had these issues and it was about to get a divorce and you know a lot of people are doing this stuff for reality tv like uh i know uh matt barnes fiance they did this for a while they actually lied about their relationship went on tv faked faked having a relationship went on twitter faked having a relationship and then the show came out that showed that they broke up and he went on twitter like you made me lie all this time and all this stuff and it's like you know they're they're doing this for the show so that you know because reality tv shows are becoming 24 7 365 thing where people are actually are tracking your twitter feed to be like oh my god i just found out that you got a divorce on the show so then you talk about it in real time like yeah man we got a divorce it's all official now you're like okay so you couldn't announce that before it came on the air nope because it would ruin the show yep and they and who knows it make them part of like make that got that mtv contract make them niggas sign waivers and shit so um a lot of that stuff Apparently she was at work and she she tweeted lies lies all Pilar do is lie wait till I leave this office. Uh-oh. So, I know my first thing was the same thing you guys were thinking was Deion Sanders daughter got to work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> got a job? You are 100% right cuz when you said she said wait till I leave this office, I was like Yo, daddy, Deion Sanders, what the fuck you doing in the cubicle? <laughs> like, are y'all hopefully your home office? I hope. Hey, what you going from one bedroom to the other to get your phone? Yes. <laughs> so wait till I finish this pivot table. I am going to get it. <laughs> wait till I get off this Mac and go to my other Mac. This is going to be ham. Uh, although it's clear Deandra has rage over the reports that came out on TMZ suggesting Pilar first learned that she was divorcing Deion through web reports. Deandra first apologized to her father for the things she was about to make public damn <laughs> daddy i'm sorry fuck that bitch <laughs> she go. did that's exactly what she did though my, i know my dad's gonna be mad at me because he doesn't like to say stuff out loud or something like that or he's such a nice person or some shit like that we're talking about deandre yeah DeAndre sanders too but yeah also not a good look putting dra on the end of a man's name uh, will you name your child come on come on we got to do better people we ah! got to do better man brandon Dra. It's not a hot look, man. No, it's it's not, not a good look mm-hmm. in these streets, man. Rodrika? Mm-mm. No. no. Let's, let's go ahead and let him get some feminine names. Dog, you gotta be so damn narcissistic. Um. Oh, we couldn't have a boy. Well. <laughs> uh. Hey, we're not going to waste. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, it's a boy? Look, Karen. You know what I mean? Come on, ah. dog. Uh, Deandra initially told Twitter how the world how great her father has been to pillar for more than 10 years and then she started a trending topic Damn. how you how you didn't know <laughs> and i re- followed that topic last night and Damn. it was all like how you didn't know that you was about to get a divorce but all your stuff is packed in boxes right, and a picture man. of the boxes <laughs> a picture of the boxes dog oh um and then she basically like aired her out and said she need to go back. This is like her third marriage to an athlete. She needs to go back to step one and um you know, basically uh she 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 was upset that 
Pilar, like, she was like, how, how you, uh, you wouldn't let your daughter, cause remember, she's from the, DeAndre's from the first marriage. So, Deion Sanders' new daughter with Pilar can't, like, hang out with them at family events. She couldn't take her to, like, um, I guess they wanted to go to, like, either a game or a movie or something. She couldn't go with her and stuff. Um, she said her kids used to come home and Pilar would be out there, uh, doing road trips to host, like, parties. And the kids wouldn't have nothing to eat. They getting home at nine o'clock. Nobody's cooked. So she just put on blast, dude. Damn. And I know what I was reading Twitter and everybody was like, Oh man, it's such a shame to see this drama from this black family unfold on national internet in front of everybody. Retweet, retweet, retweet. <laughs> Fucking hypocrites. I thought that shit was hilarious, to be honest. I didn't think it was nothing shameful about it. I thought it was just hilarious. Well, I'll tell you what I said. And I mean this, and I mean it now, and I meant it then. I said, the entire Sanders family needs to report to VH1 immediately. I need this shit on film. This will be a good TV show, man. I'm not even watching Love and Basketball, Love and Hip Hop. Um, But I would watch this shit. Me too. She keeps it real, son. She (laughs) kept it 100% real. No cameras necessary. And I, like, first I was just like, she need a show. I would watch it. Then she tweeted his current son, like, in his new marriage or whatever. And I went and looked at his timeline. And this nigga had a picture with no shirt on, <laughs> Photoshop between two lions, and there's a picture of him like no shirt on looking at in the mirror, and it said, looking like a lion. <laughs> Sign this nigga up, he ready. Sign, <laughs> why don't they have Oh, was Drake playing Sign. in the background? And he had like the the uh the blonde highlighted tips too on his uh, hair. Drake was playing in the background. <laughs> Take care. So it looked like a no limit cover. Album. <laughs> Dog, he's missing the gold chain. Like he looked like a fourteen. What I imagine a fourteen year old Deion Sanders looked like with no shirt on. Except Aww. I think he's about twenty or so. I Aww. need him on TV. This is good. T- this is we are missing some good ignorance. Oh, uh, yes we are. I need a Sanders TV show. That's all I'm saying, dog. Television with his sister. And make her mad. This will be no Brandy and Ray J. This will be some ratchet shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm into. Oh, Larry says he's seventeen, eighteen. I know that nigga look like little Bow Wow with frosted tips, dog. I was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, man, this is some good ignorance, and we missing it, man. VH1 or E needs to get on top of that, and we need a Sanders reality show by the end of the uh, month. Um, speaking of reality shows. Uh, for those who follow basketball wise, Evelyn Lozada, uh, who is a very hard faced looking woman who used to be engaged to, uh, Antoine Walker. Oh. Apparently, um, she's being sued for allegedly receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars illegally. Uh oh. The story is shocking. Walker raked in a whopping $110 million during his NBA career. In addition to untold millions in endorsements and other deals, and he blew all of it and a lot more. Damn. Walker filed for bankruptcy last year, and now the bankruptcy trustee trustee spells a rat. It seems Walker gave Lazada $560,000 when he already knew he was going to be belly up. So the trustee has sued Lazada, claiming the transfer was fraudulent and attempt to hide money from legitimate creditors. Mm. Yeah. So they're saying that what happened was he gave her 
um she used the money to start a, that shoe store that she she's always working in yes in that fucking show she, I, and I, how many times have i said i never seen nobody in the sh- store ever nope. like how are you staying in business i've never seen the only time someone came in the store was tammy to serve that uh, uh that lawsuit yes. that was one page is that even a real store though dog like i mean like is anybody know the location of this place <laughs> mm-hmm. nobody but the camera crew <laughs> She got all shoes. Like all, if she if she had Concords, she'd still have Concords. They wouldn't need line up for like, them shits. She would be the only store in America with Concords for one hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, I know one dude who have them. That dude is like, I'm investing these. Ah, it's real. Um, so now the trustee wants five hundred sixty k back. Uh, they were told that Lazada and Walker insist there's no funny business. Like, what would they say? Um, he gave her the money to help pay her bills, and sources say she did not use that to start the store, but sold her engagement ring. That's the, uh, what the difference. <laughs> What is the difference? I didn't. I didn't use the money he gave me. I sold my car that he gave me for my birthday. <laughs> right. What's the difference? Totally different. Also worth five hundred sixty thousand exactly. Stupid bitches. And well, <laughs> rape them then. You're right. Yes. And uh, our sources <laughs> say Lazada had no idea Walker was so deep in debt. Mm, you had an idea. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I saw you return that. Say that again, Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, she probably knew because she's probably about to leave him before she gave him the. He gave her the money. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's another article. Um, mother, 35 years old, had sex with her daughter's underage friends on dozens of occasions. Aww. Well, these guys must be reading a lot of magazines. Yes, they are. A mother is facing up to 80 years in jail after being accused of having sex with two of her daughter's male teenage friends. I hope them children penises was worth this time, my lady. Tessa Gay, 35. So she'll only be like 115 when she gets out. Um, is also alleged, also alleged to have played sexually charged games of ping pong with another team where the winner was allowed to intimately touch the loser. Oh, everybody wins. Some high stakes ping pong, dog. Yes, that is. What what do you do with this ping pong? Where does it go? Yeah. Play on the table. She's just shooting it out of vagina at him. That's what I was thinking. Mother. Whoever catches it first. Great. A mother of one is said to have admitted to the underage sex charges were interviewed by police, but she pleaded not guilty to multiple felony charges when she made her first court appearance. The charges carry a maximum sentence of 80 years. According to an arrest warrant, Great told police she got caught up in everything and knew it was wrong to have sex with high school boys. Investigators said Gray had her first affair with a 15-year-old who was a friend of her teenage daughter. 15? Yeah, she probably fucked, like, her boyfriend and stuff. Because, you know, at that age, I mean, how many girls are hanging out with boys is just friends? They do that on, like, you porn and RedTube all the time. Nobody ever gets arrested for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's also a reason that the 15-year-old dude drives up to the set with a Just Voted sticker on, drinking some bourbon, and with a grown ass man's mustache, like <laughs> I think it's illegal. I think they're playing with the script. Um, oh, yeah, so sorry to disappoint it's not you, real. right? No. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. when you come over to help a milf move, she is probably not going to fuck you. Just gonna throw mm-hmm. that out. I don't know how many men's magazines you've been reading, but she doesn't want it. That glass yeah. of lemonade, <laughs> that hey. 
Yeah. That's when you know that it's real. Yeah. Rapist Her has been made. Rapist or magazine. Ah! If a woman exists, she needs to be fucked. <laughs> well, I say both. Rapist or magazine. Investigators said Gray had her first affair with a 15-year-old who was friends with her teenage daughter. The boy told police he had sex with her more than 20 times. Yeah, you know he said that proudly, like oh yeah, twenty times, nigga. Yeah, you put this time she knew it was wrong. Like she, she's like, damn, this is wrong. Sometimes yeah, number one, and you know when you're fifteen, you count that shit. I yeah. mean, fifteen, you're like, oh, I got that pussy once, I got that pussy twice, <laughs> twenty that's times. Count. That's right. You why the house smell my finger for the twentieth time? Yes, With, it all smells good, my uh, brother. Uh, the teen said Gray's daughter was not at home when he called around for sex sessions. Of course. Sex sessions. Sex sessions or sex sessions. Uh, her daughter probably, guess what? <laughs> yeah. At school. Her daughter was at school. Right. Sessions. Yeah, sex, sex sessions. 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 So is that the plan? If the president gets shot, then I guess the next man is going to be in the sex sessions <laughs> to president, brother. You don't see? They are fucking teenagers. Hey, Chris, that was the name of the porn. You missed this one. You should have you been looking for that sex section. <laughs> a second victim, age 16, told police he and Gray had sex on multiple occasions over a two-month period from March to May of this oh, year. Oh, she got multiple dudes. She well, he's a, he's a gentleman. He doesn't tell how many times. She got multiply done. The third victim, who was only 14 years old, told police he played Ooh. a sexual-themed game of ping-pong with Gray. The the winner of the game is allowed to touch the loser. The I, boy said there was no other contact. She keeps going down. Is it nine, sir. a ten year old here? They, they just keep going down, sir. I just he lost. I'm not gonna front though, man. I, I I mean I'm not supposed to be envious, but when I do read these articles, I do always wonder where these women were when I was coming up. Ah! Yeah. First of all, I didn't have any friends with a ping pong table. Maybe that's when I was fucking up. Yep. Right. But also, I've never been invited to a. Ride. I've never been invited to a high state games of. Winner sucks the dick of the loser in ping pong, or ah! <laughs> like it's like if you if you get this point, I suck your dick. Like ooh, that's a lot of pressure. I would have folded. I would have messed that one up. I was too young and inexperienced. Like um, dollar shot, dog. Yes. <laughs> like I just knock. I like missed the whole ball and shit. Million dollar layup. Million dollar layup. <laughs> the line. Um, I mean, that just called a million dollar laydown. <laughs> and people didn't always wonder why they why they sons was over like they probably don't know where their kids are these days man yep and that's why i don't have none because i will keep a track of y'all where is you at um all right so this man he got caught trying to do a good deed you normally don't see that man normally you get caught trying to do something crazy you know but here's a dude who's trying to do something good and uh he ends up ends up getting caught uh-oh a 20-year-old Minnesota man was arrested after being caught trying to break into a woman's home to return the underwear he said he had taken a day earlier. <gasps> no. See, he's trying to take give the underwear back. Because he smelled well, out of him. That's why he sniffed the smell out of him. <laughs> well, if it wasn't the the type of brand that he don't wash his clothes in, did it break him out of the rash? I think it was. Um, I think he was returning that shit like Red Box. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, red draws. Yeah, it's like I gotta gotta get my new my new new draws in. My new draws is in, dog. Gotta go drop get it the off. New releases, son. The, the, the new releases. You got that satin? Yeah. Yo, I went, I went for the suspense draws this time. Last time I got some drama draws. They weren't all that great. Yeah. Yes, I like my th- my draws to be two hundred thread count. 
<laughs> Yo, Aziz, I'm sorry, type girl. <laughs> uh, Keith, I was feeling like sandpaper. Keith John Civanilli <laughs> was charged with burglary and attempted burglary. Draws rapist name. Bozeman. <laughs> yes, it is. Bozeman police say a woman caught a man trying to use a credit card to break into her house on Tuesday. He was holding a bag of her underwear. <laughs> A oh, bag. A bag. So he stole more than one. He stole. He stole a week's worth of underwear. Wait, he stole the laundry basket. A, San, a Sam's Club Costco style <laughs> robbery. <laughs> a bag of underwear, dog. What's it was funny. Just, maybe he stole her new bag of underwear. Like maybe she had just got back from Walmart and, and bought a whole and package. He just walked out there with one of them bags, and he, and was, he was mad. Bring he was like, "Oh man, these ain't sold. Man, she ain't wore these yet. Either her ass is really clean." Or her ass is really clean. Yeah. Ain't shit going on with these. I can't why, smell it. Why do these underwear still got the tag in them? Ah! <laughs> this is some bull. Um, the hell, these ain't like been washed. I'm to return these shits with some dirty draws. They nope. smell like a Cambodian sweatshop. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the woman. The woman says the man. The woman says the man told her he used to live there and had broken into her house several times when she was not hit there. Why would you tell Damn. her? Damn. Court records say he gave her the clothes and presented her with his voter registration card while pleading for her not to call police before fleeing the scene and he was arrested Wednesday. Hey, I can vote. Don't call police. Like, well, here's my identification. Because at that point, he could have just been like, uh, I don't know you. It just dropped the bag and ran off. But instead, he's like, oh, no, I used to live here. So now you can track my, my living registration shit down. Uh, I used to live here before you. And, um, look, I've been here several times. This is like my 20th trip. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, here's my voter registration. Uh, yeah, that's Michael. Um, yeah, with the J. Uh, Michael J. Jones. You need to ask for my social security number too. Um, here's a dude that, you know, we didn't get to talk about this last time we did, uh, the show with, uh, the Four Loco show. Okay. But apparently, sword ratchetness has still been happening, Karen. Yes, it has. Man charged with pulling a sword on his sister. Ah, oh, sword don't give a damn about family members. Trying to draw first blood, huh? A town. Of, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. A town of Wakisha. Man, that sounds like a black woman's name. A town of the town of Waukesha man is facing charges accusing him of pulling a sword on a family member during a dispute about returning his deceased father's keys, according to a criminal complaint. Returning his keys. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. The apparently the wow. key is mightier than the sword. Samuel E. Wow. Samuel E. Toporic, thirty-three was charged in court on Tuesday with one count of disorderly conduct, domestic abuse, with use of a dangerous weapon. If convicted, he could face up to wow. 90 days in prison and $1,000 in fines. That ain't that bad. Yeah, we came out ahead. Um, according to a criminal complaint, police were called Monday to a home on uh, on Crest Drive. At the Toporic refused to give his father's keys back to his sister when she asked for them and then pulled a sword and pointed it at her during the altercation. The victim was able to push the sword away from her and run, but cut her hand in the process. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they found uh, they found him outside with a jacket around his shoulders and a steel sword inside his sheath. You gotta watch out for Damn. the guys that have the sheath and the sword, you know. Yeah, they they, they dangerous. Jacket, like got this sword for sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just a sword salesman, man. Uh, the blade been used only once. <laughs> <laughs> Freshly, it works. Mint condition. Their father had died ah. just two weeks ago. The victim said, and a set of keys were found inside his jacket. <laughs> so, 
open and shut case. Oh, wow. <laughs> they arguing over inheritance or something like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> open and shut case. <laughs> um, police. <laughs> yes. Man welding sword tried to steal presents. Damn. Now, this one came with a video. Let's see if this is one of those ones that plays an ad first or we can actually get some, uh, Probably an ad press. We'll yeah, see. let's see. You know, they, they like to hit you up first. Like, mm-mm. Oh, great. Uh, uh, ad first. Shut up. Sorry about that. <laughs> we don't give a damn about what y'all selling. I hate when they do that, man. It's like, oh, it's uh, look at this great ad about, oh, it's for children and cancer. Well, sorry, kids. That's right. You won't get to cure it on our podcast. Do you ever get mad at, I don't know, because I'm an actor and everything, but I get mad when I see kids. I got mad at these kids because they were in a cancer commercial. Like, how did they get that gig? You know, like, they, <laughs> like, like, they were probably, like, real kids with cancer. And I was like, Jesus. I think a lot of those are actors and performers. <laughs> That's hilarious. Who's, who's their agent? Jesus. They're good. They're really the audition, good. They just show them their sheet. At the front of the <laughs> that's, yeah. that's hilarious, dog. What if they actually got the cancer, though? Like, when I saw it, like I was, I had to get up and work at like four thirty. I couldn't sleep, and then I see this commercial. My daddy said I could be anything I want. I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> and you like, why? You like, all I gotta do is shave my head to get the cancer patient roll. Damn. Oh, right. man, like you gotta, be, you gotta be like at least ninety pounds. Got a right. little sick, still smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. dying where people feel sad for you, but they don't want to be. They don't want to feel sad for you in front of you. And I don't think we would donate to that if Chris was on there with a bald head. Like, come on, donate. I'm, I'm children's mm-hmm. cancer. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. nope. No, that kid, that kid's too far gone. Mm-hmm. Look, right. I got low T cells, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Paul Aker is live in the newsroom with more from the call made to police and. Paul, I guess one of the victims chased that suspect down, huh? He did, and what a spectacle. Just he did, and what a, a guy spectacle. with a sword running down the street with stolen presents as the victim chases all first thing Christmas morning. You could call it a Christmas Day street crime wrapped in the bazaar. A man came to this home on Summit Street Christmas morning, not to spread holiday cheer, but to steal it. His weapon... A sword. Police say that the victim was parked here in front of his house, loading presents into his car right about here. That's when the robber came up, pulled out a sword, and demanded he turn over the presents. The victim did, but then the chase was on. My husband's after him. The victim started chasing the robber. We heard yelling. That's what woke Marja Barrios. I heard <laughs> Yo, I always love randomly when they roll the R's of a Mexican person's name in news articles. He's like, bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how many rolls do I get this R? It's like, damn, just get to the story. Yeah. <laughs> the victim had cornered the robber. Meanwhile, neighbors say his wife let the dog loose. Marge what? Damn. What they was getting the presents back one way or another, dog. I was like, fuck that. You. He cornered the robber who had a sword, keep in mind, and yeah. then they let the dog loose because oh. fuck the dog. So she let the dogs out. Oh. <laughs> That's right. 15-year callback. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> Next, made quite a ruckus. The way it sounded it wasn't good. I don't know if they, they were actually physically fighting. I hope not. He was yelling really loud, though, and he was being really, um, it was really scary. 
Whatever the victim did worked. He got the robber to drop the packages. And while the man with the sword got away, he didn't escape with any presents. And police say the suspect was heavily intoxicated and once cornered, begged his victim not to call the police. And what? And he was green. You're a mean one. Hey, Mr. Grinch. He had a dog that had reindeer, uh, orange type take to it. Where the hell was his dog then when they let that dog out on <laughs> Yes. The who thought that dog was a bitch? The tall and the small <laughs> start singing. Uh, another sword story. Man swung sword at police, shot fired. This is how they normally shit all go. Uh, yes. po- a police. <laughs> Am I the only one that we like? Fuck that! You swing at me, I'm shooting your ass. This, this maybe, maybe I'm simple-minded. <laughs> no, because people have got killed for having wallets. So I mean, if there's no <laughs> wrong being simple-minded, Karen. You well, know, those are dark-skinned gun, people. They give you a gun instead of teaching you karate to make your job simple. Yes. Uh, police say an armed Van Tuan Tran. That's the name of the dude. Wow. Oh. Twenty-six advanced on them. Uh, early yesterday morning, a shot was fired from a police weapon in the confrontation. Mr. Tran appeared in the Melbourne, Melbourne Magistrate's Court today, charged with eight offenses, including reckless conduct, endangering the life, and being armed with a prohibited uh, weapon with a criminal intent. He also faces two drug charges, a charge of resisting police and a charge of damaging Victoria police property valued at $1,000. So, yeah, they said apparently he swung his sword at a constable in da- uh, and put him in danger of death uh, by swinging and thrusting his sword at him. Yes, um, I agree. He didn't apply for bail, um, and he was remanded into custody of the court uh, until March 16th. Swords kill people. They kill. Yeah. This is a, a constable? Is this in the U.K. or is this U.S.? Yeah, it's a U.K., U.K. Okay. Sword ratchet knows no country. Mm-mm. An Asian guy from okay all right Mm mm-hmm yeah stereotypes are sometimes wrong um (laughs) and i'm I'm not gonna read this whole article but you know when we read about all this sore ratchetness and sore violence you know how it is we we're telling people that hey you got to get out here protect protect yourself knowledge is power we're informing you and making people say hey take this shit seriously but guess what what's up there's a restaurant in new york well, they're going to give the waiters swords and make them ninjas. Oh, Is this shit. restaurant called Ninja? It's called uh, a Japanese ninja restaurant in Tribeca, New York. It's impressing diners with kung fu fire tricks and dangling sword carrying waiters and even exploding food. Exploding food. Signature dishes on the menu include chopped conch and garlic butter sauce. So somehow I they, would be scared as shit. You'd be sitting there and I was like, oh, we got water. That's so, the meal. What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> Did you see nobody? I didn't see nobody. It's like they come by with the check and then they just throw a yeah. smoke it down. Yeah, it was like, it was like, I, uh, uh, thank you for the napkin, whoever gave it to me. Uh, so I just patted my mouth down for me. Yes, <laughs> that would be so fucking confusing. But no, ninjas are quick last time I checked. Uh, it says uh, they include, the menu, their signature dishes are chopped, conch, and garlic butter sauce, so apparently they have Adam Clayton Powell's hair, with exploded, with the, which explodes in flames after its fuse is lit. They also have meteorite pot, a clam and soy soup, which is cooked at what 800,000, wait, 800 degrees Celsius rocks at your table. Um, 
Then they oh, have pictures. pictures. They have pictures of these dudes hanging from the ceiling with knives. Oh, this my is not God. funny. Also, ninjas don't wear Nikes. No, um, they don't. As these hilarious pictures show, the eatery is certainly not for the faint of heart, especially when you're being served by a man carrying a three-foot-long sword. No, especially when you're being served while you come in as an asshole and he decides to stab your ass because you said some ruckus shit to him about the food that was served. They him. are inviting sword ratchets. Yes, Someone is going to show up with a sword of their own and challenge them all to the death. It's going to be like Kill Bill. Yes. Is the name of that place called Ninja? Because I've seen a story on. I'm Ninja looking. Before. I'm looking. Trying to find the name. Uh, See, do, 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 Ninja New York. Do you, so yeah, I yeah, guess that's the yeah, name yeah, of it. Do, do you think they have rival clans that own and the other places and they clan off? I, I hope not, man. Because I wouldn't go to the Foot Ninjas restaurant because they're they're pretty inept. They couldn't even make turtle soup. Ah, <laughs> 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 shit! They couldn't catch the turtles. Uh, this is funny. Um. You know, uh, Brandon just had a birthday. Yes, he did. You know, um, and I don't know what he got for his birthday, but some people like to pay, play pranks. Some people like to play jokes during people's birthdays. Westchester, three former Avon Grove High School students admitted to playing a malicious prank on a classmate in which they frosted a birthday cake for, for her with a foul confection. Human excrement. Oh, uh oh. Mm hmm. The help. The trio, my. <laughs> Mayor. Oh, we got you some shit cake. Well, these do really? sound like some minority women. Mayor Flores, Anna Morales, and, uh, and Sandra Ortiz. As much as people oh, like cake, shit. why would you do this? Sound like a damn Tyler Perry caster. All of Avondale ah. was sentenced to 22 months on probation on charges of recklessly endangering another person in a conspiracy in connection with the March incident that was reported to state police by high school officials. I like how they got like conspiracy charges on this shit. <laughs> like when you go apply for a job, you have to put conspiracy on that part where it says if you ever been convicted of a crime. And then they go, conspiracy what was the conspiracy? Yeah. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yes, and that's why you got to be smarter. I see you making if it's gonna be conspiracy. It better be some, for some real bullshit. Not right. Right here. Person, oh, well, they did have real bullshit. Interview every time. Need <laughs> a job, but you will get a fucking interview because they'll bring you in to be like, okay, so so check this out right here where you like talk about your felonies. Could you please explain this shit again? Right like, like, hold on, let me go get my other friend. I mean, managers that need to review this, and uh, we want to hear all hear it together. We have fifteen people in the room during interviews all the time. Yeah, now go ahead and tell us about the shit. Um, Common Pleas Judge Court, uh, uh, Court Judge William Mahan, uh, is sentencing the teenagers to two hundred hours of community service that was called for in the plea agreements, and said that he wanted to make sure they spent their time working at specific tasks, namely scrubbing toilets, urinals, and bedpans. Basically, uh, so they got to scrub toilets, urinals, and bedpans at the area senior centers or nursing homes, or picking up dog droppings from the area parks. In addition, <laughs> that's, a, like, oh, you that's a funny judge. Shit? You can do, they you should can pick be able up to shit. watch the help like, on a loop yeah. like, every Friday. <laughs> they ran into Judge Mathis. <laughs> to go to an apartment complex like a big one and just pull up the signs that say clean up your dog shit <laughs> and just have them work there for like a year 
in addition oh. flores and morales must each spend the first two months of their probationary sentences on electronic home confinement damn so they got they got a worse sentence than barry bonds um <laughs> according to court Jeez records trooper daniel covert uh that's a cool name for a trooper uh responded to a call from the high school's assistant principal Christi- christopher matsanka on march 24th matsanka told the trooper a student at the school had come to him that morning to tell her her family was sickened by a cake that four of her fellow students had given her on march 23rd her birthday damn now sickened as in they ate it or sickened in like they saw it and were like oh my god oh they, uh, they ate it dog i would kill oh. that oh oh yeah <laughs> Uh, uh, says, oh, it was in the refrigerator, had a foul. Oh, it was like, what is that? Is that your cake? Okay, so here, here we go. The girl told the assistant principal Ortiz Flores and Morales, and a fourth student, a juvenile, gave her the cake and repeatedly tried to get her to eat a piece of it in front of them. <laughs> she finally, she finally she did eat friend. a small piece. She the oh. dumb friend. She I, ate some dog. Oh my god! In front you of know, them. She's one of those friends that you can clearly tell them bitches don't like you. But you still want to be their friend. They are, those are some evil people to be like, eat a piece and then you ate some in front of them and they still didn't tell you. That's why I don't give a fuck about <laughs> that. Take that's, that shit home to your family. They was like, fuck you and your home family. But I just, and that's why you should pick up shit. They should, they should make the fucking sponge bathroom old people. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh shit. She brought the cake home with her. She and her mother and three siblings each shared the cake that night. Them niggas must have been starving, dog. Probably made them sick. They must have been hungry as shit. She must live in a poor house. (laughs) They all thought the cake tasted so bad, however, that they threw it in the garbage can. Later, as the cake started to smell bad, the girl took it out of the trash, wrapped it up, and brought it to school with her the following day to show her teacher. That means they touching shit cake. Because, you know, at some point they knew it was shit. Yeah, because this is so malicious. I, I, I. I think I think you should pick up shit and wipe shit and clean shit because you try to make her eat shit. You know what I think though? I think they tried. They got her to eat shit. I think the reason she didn't think want to like report it right away is because because even the average person, your mind would not let you believe that that was the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Like no, because they wouldn't have made they wouldn't have let me eat no, but then they didn't. No, he's the same. They cut one of your braids out. Right. When you was a little girl. Like they they chopped your ponytail off when you was riding on the bus. But you still won't be their friend and shit. So um, shit. she brought it in. She brought the cake into school, and um, they they <laughs> they admitted they put the feces they had gotten from a toilet in Ortiz's home on the cake as a prank. All four gave written statements admitting what they had done, and they thought that shit was funny. They did actually think that shit was funny. They sent it to the state health department lab for testing. They found wow. the presence of E. coli bacteria on the cake, proving the presence of human feces. And you know what? Oh, this girl is really nice, but suppose she'd been a psycho bitch. It'd be like three, four girls is dead because they gave her a shit cake. There are a couple of days in life where you get to be a psycho bitch, and this is one of them. Like, this is a, well, they got you and your family. Like, they made your little brother eat shit, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, your whole family. Like they lucky they didn't. They lucky that Liam Neeson wasn't the father in this one. Oh, Sorry. that wouldn't have ended well. Especially oh. taking off this earth. Um, a certain set of skills. And eating shit cake isn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid like Liam Neeson doesn't need to do movies like that anymore. He's too old for that shit, man. He's like, where the fuck that. is uh, Steven Seagal, lawman, in this situation? Like, <laughs> yeah. imagine if he would have showed up to the scene. <laughs> With the slow motion Yo, black and white vision, <laughs> Steven vision, looking at that cake. Hey, you know what? You know what? Nah, he would have ate that cake, dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is delicious. Yeah, uh, and then he would have, and then he would have harassed some innocent <laughs> black dudes playing basketball on the corner. He would have, he'd be like, uh oh, stop the car. I need to finish this cake first. <laughs> um, I thought this article was special too, man. Um, and I don't know, this is gonna do the uh, all advertisement thing first, but uh, some do, some don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's add. but um, yeah, I I got another article for everybody that uh likes dumb crimes, and if you listen to our show, you probably like hearing about stupid people do dumb shit. So, um, this we is dumb shit. This is a dude yeah. who uh, fucked it up for everyone. Uh-oh. Um, in the apartment, everybody's had a bad roommate. Let's hear about this one. Huntersville man trying to get rid of a mouse in his house ended up shooting his roommate in the chest and getting another roommate arrested for sexually abusing a teenage girl. <gasps> what the fuck? Is the mouse in her oh. ass? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a lot going on in this article. <laughs> what the hell is going on in his house? Fucking <laughs> hypothesis. Like you're supposed to break this shit down over the next twenty pages. I, I, better. I, I don't like that. I just like that. They make it sound like it's because of the. It's because of the. Dude. Like, it's still rape, dog. There's no way you can say this nigga made me rape a 13 year old. Like, oh, nah, man. It's because he shot that mouse. <laughs> what? Did he hear the gunshot? I got caught fucking this young girl, and that mouse would be. Man, it's your fault. You yeah. Know? You just leave Mickey alone. You know, every time I hear a mouse squeak. You know, every time I hear a mouse squeak, I have to rape. Did I read those lad mags? I can't help myself. All right, here we go. To get rid of a mouse in his house, ended up shooting his roommate in the chest. Did that on purpose, yo? Another roommate yeah. arrested for sexually abusing a teenage girl. This story would be hard to make up. Police say the man saw a mouse in his kitchen early this morning, so he did what came naturally. He grabbed a gun and fired off around. As you might guess, the bullet missed the mouse. It went through the bedroom wall and hit his roommate. It gets worse. What an idiot. To investigate and found a 13-year-old girl hiding in the basement closet. She told officers oh. she was having a secret relationship with Paul Kunzler, 34 years old, and a third housemate. Officers she just called him Kunzler out. Paul on sexual yeah. I, and a third housemate? So she was fucking them both? No. Um, I think. Well, I thought she said that was a third person in the house, Karen. Okay. There's a dude who shot the, shot at the mouse, the dude who got shot, and, and then there's an old rapey. Hanging out in the basement with 13-year-olds. Oh. She was having a secret relationship with Paul Kunzler, 34 years old, and a third housemate. Officers arrested Kunzler on sexual abuse of a child, among other things. The roommate, roommate who was shot is now recovering at the hospital. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, shoot, shoot one roommate calls him to come and find out what the other roommate was doing. Well, don't worry. The, the mouse is fine for those of you that were. I hope so. He oh, escaped. He's chilling yeah. behind the stove, son. Yeah, the mouse is like, I'm out. I'm out of here, dog. Unless they lay some traps. Um, <laughs> I got another another good Free. video. And, Nothing um, beats it. Let me close the stable. Yeah, I got another good video too. Uh, apparently, somebody tried to uh, snatch a purse. Uh oh. And let me just say, if you're gonna be snatching purses, uh, you know, you might want to take care of your health. Let's uh, let's get into okay, it. Snatching arm caught on camera. Michael, thanks. An armed robber is caught on camera. He followed a woman and her small child out of a metro store to steal her purse. Well, to his surprise, she fought back. News 9 Jennifer Pierce joins us live from the store to tell us how she did it. Jen? Well, Alex, police tell us to always cooperate with an armed robber and to never fight back. 
but in this case, the victim took matters into her own hands in the parking lot of this family dollar store. <laughs> robbing people come out of family dollars. That, that can't be the most lucrative robbing, right? Wow. All right, so now they they pan over to the actual uh, robbery, and uh, let's just say uh, he's a bigger gentleman. As the suspect in the black hooded sweatshirt stood by the store's front door. I could feel him watching me over my shoulder when I went to pay. Waiting for Aubrey Jeffers and her two-year-old daughter to leave. He follows them out the door to the parking lot. Once her daughter was safe in the car, he grabbed Aubrey. He grabbed me from behind and told me to give me his, or give me my money. And this and is him. the most adorable looking regular white woman. She sounds very adorable. She with her white kids. kid. They look so precious. Sounds like a cutesy white female rapper. It, right. It does. Shout out to Tori. Tori was right. <laughs> she sounds like unicorn. Sounds like Iggy Azalea. She sounds like good credit. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me finish this. My head, and he, I just told him, no, I'm not giving you anything. She says there was a physical struggle. He pushed her and reached in her car for her purse. And he took off running. See, criminals, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, criminals. Never rob people coming out of Family Dollar, the dollar store, Dollar Dollar Tree. Because they actually do need that money, and they might be willing to die for it. Yes. It's it's like he's a a robber with low (laughs) self-esteem. Like, maybe if I get Family Dollar... I can move up to Aldi. <laughs> Maybe I get big time. I can do that Walmart next week, dog. <laughs> yeah. like week He's like the nigga that robs the Shell feet. Station instead of robbing the fucking racetrack with 28 pumps at it. Yeah, he like That's literally, dude. this dude is literally cased a family dollar, dude. Oh, my God. That's the bottom of the totem pole. I'm chasing him. He reaches around and hits me in the head with the butt of the gun. She still has Damn. a scar from that yeah. altercation. He pistol whipped her, basically. It wasn't enough to make her give up. Throughout the struggle, no one stopped to help her, so she bargained with the robber and then demanded her purse back. He gave it back to me, and I was like, listen, this is what's going to happen. We're going to go back to my car. I'm going to get in the car, and I'm going to lock the doors, and I'm going to hand you the money through the window because my daughter's in the car, and she's over there screaming. And I was like, and if you touch me one more time, I'm calling the cops. She says the man. Damn. She She negotiated. Damn. She pulled a Liam Neeson. She fucking negotiated, dog. (laughs) She said this. This is an adorable version of it. Okay, my daughter's in the car. And (laughs) she's just really like, I just got diabetes listening today. She's living from unknown, dog. You know, he was tired and out of breath. She was like, she was like, I have a special set of skills. And I might not sound like it, but I will whoop your ass. I don't want to serve you cake. <laughs> I read Jezebel magazine, and <laughs> he really interrupted me while I was on the last page of my Cosmo. And you know, it just wasn't. It's not fair. It's, it's not fair. My daughter is screaming her head off. That's why I'm not killing you now. Her voice just sounds like unicorn dreams and candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> it's so adorable, dreams. man. It's so adorable. Yo, it, it, sounds like, it sounds like if somebody broke in her house and tried to rob her and the baby would sleep, she would literally silently take him out. Yeah, right. And, and go, they call the police and be like, hello, police? Right. Yeah, I've been robbed. She um, would tie him up and then be like, shh, the baby's sleeping. If she doesn't get eight hours... I don't get three. Right. <laughs> I know that's right. All right, let me finish this. <laughs> Aubrey knows all of this could have ended differently. 
but she's thankful to get away safe. I work hard for my money, and I'm not just going to let somebody take it away from me like that. And again, police say in those situations to always cooperate because you never know what someone with a gun will do. Live in northwest Oklahoma City, Jennifer Pierce, News 9. Wow, what a story. All right, thanks, Jen. The uh, man <laughs> wow. run away. If you recognize them, though, call Crime Stoppers at 235-73. Yo, and if you see the video, this is good video of this dude. It is a big ass dude. Good video. Like she just straight up was like, "No, son, not today." She's not taking my shit. Not at Family Dollar, not ever. And she won that shit, dog. Can, hey, clap for her, Congratulations. man. Congratulations. Her, her voice needs to be on dog. like Yo, her voice needs to be on like CDs to where you if you can't go to sleep, like you can listen to her voice and she's You, you know, like, she's I don't know if people who have Stitcher Radio, but I love Stitcher Radio because if I go like back and forth, the the lady the lady come up, she would she be like, resuming episode. Yeah. Resuming episode. <laughs> that, that GPS voice. Yes. Alright, last, last uh video um for for the show. Um, oh shit, did I take that off mute? Oh, I did. The fuck? Hold on a second. Oh, Rob there a we business go. in our area. He oh, ended up here. We go. Just minutes after a man with a gun tried to rob a business in our area, he ended up on the floor, unconscious. News Force Mike McCormick is on the story live and local from our Spartanburg newsroom. Mike, what did you find out? Well, Nigel and Carol, that business has some 30 locations between Western North Carolina and the upstate. And they have dealt with robberies before, but this one ended up unlike any of the others. Behind the counter at We Buy Gold in Hendersonville, you'll find Derek Mothershead, or <laughs> Rocky, gold. which is Derek his nickname. Mothershead. No, We Buy Gold. That ought to tell you something right there. First of all, his nickname is Rocky. Oh, that ought to tell you something right there. You got to find you another place to rob, dog. I had a lot of drilling going. Friday night, just before closing, a man wearing a hoodie and a bandana walked in. You know, he dips it. And uh, he even flashed it. <laughs> Store surveillance video shows him come behind the counter. You know, I stood up and threw my hands up and said, you know, take the money. Normally, Mother's head is armed. You know, I would have shot him. But on that Stop night, that man's last name, please. <laughs> yo, yo, first of all, he so casually just admitted kudos i would have shot this nigga like, if, I, if i'd have had a gun like that's he, right like he didn't even say it as a threat he's like yeah it's tuesday that's what happens if you try to come behind the counter i just he's lucky my gun was getting cleaned <laughs> yes Sorry. had a big fan of mixed martial arts wasn't so he used the gun he was born with you know i got the money and he had now hate. see, look, this is why I keep telling you people. Fucking hating news reporters do. These the mixed gun he was born with the gun people? he was born with. Yeah, that's good. Dick. That's that's some high quality dick. That's some high quality journalism yes. right there. <laughs> and Roger brought up a good point. Them mixed martial art dudes don't look like they know how to do that shit. Like this dude, like a normal ass white dude, dude man. No wonder this dude arm is broken. Right. <laughs> this is why I don't. I don't fight. I'm too old to get my ass whooped by some normal-looking dude. Nobody will ever believe it, yo. You know how they tell you uh, your test to see, you know, try to lick your elbow? Yeah, that motherfucker was licking his elbow. Yeah. <laughs> I will forever be the dude who was like, no, nah, but for real, man, he was an MMA fighter. Mm -mm. <laughs> that dude was a... like a dude that you cheat off in organic chemistry class. <laughs> right. He's like, a librarian. He, he works he in accounts receivables. Before he broke my fucking arm. Yeah, it's like, you talking ah. about mother's head from We Buy Gold? Yeah, man, I'm telling you, dude is sick. Mm-mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> bag out. Um, instead of putting it right into the bag, I 
stick it out here. And I said, just take it, just take it. And so when he reached out, you know, I took a step in and I cocked back. I preloaded and I hit him. Oh. I hit him yeah, they have it on the video. They had a punch on the surveillance they went video. down. And he punched. He, like, put his hand out almost like he was going to shake his hand. And when dude reached in to grab the money, he punched him with his left yes. and knocked him down. Right. They went down behind the, the counter. Thief was knocked out cold. At the time, you really don't think you hit somebody as hard as you do, but... Looking back at the tape, I say I, I hit him pretty hard, I guess. Turns out the weapon was a pellet gun. When I pulled it out of his, you know, if he had it in his waistband, when I pulled it out of his waistband, I kind of just started laughing. <laughs> oh, he got his ass whooped over a fake gun. Yo, that's got to suck, right. dog. You wake up from getting knocked out of a nigga holding a pellet gun like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Take this ass whooping. The desk held him down with one hand and called 911 with the other. With one hand, Eventually, dog. the gun, yeah. I came to. He kind of begged me to, you know, begged me to let him go. Instead, Mother's Head made him clean up his own blood while they waited for police and paramedics. Why was that? Damn! They gotta, yo, they gotta stop saying that guy's name. That name, his name sounds like a a militant milk porn website. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. I don't think, I don't think y'all really understand yeah. what just took place. He was like, you gonna clean up this shit. For, yeah, forget scared. about his name. Yes. Nigga, how tough is this? And dragged him to the desk, held him down with one hand, and called 911 with the other. Eventually, the guy <laughs> came to. Wait, hold on. This is the fart that I'm getting to. Hold on. Yes. Me to, you know, beg me to let him go. Instead, Mother's Head made him clean up his own blood while they waited for police and paramedics. God damn! Damn! Damn, that's son, ether! Son, and you know how he made him do it, right? If you just clean up your blood, I won't call the police. No, and he made him... He was almost done cleaning, the police showed up. Yeah, and then you know he was... Because you know he had a concussion anyway. But he's like, of course, he's like clean up this blood. responding. Clean up your blood, and he's like, don't... No, you, you, don't, you don't just rub that shit, you pet that shit! <laughs> it's really not even worth hitting us. We got a you know a fast retrieval money system in order, and uh, we really don't carry that much money to begin with. So there's no point in hitting us. His point, which he made clear on Friday, is that if you hit them, you'll be hit back. It was just but he never got a chance to hit them. Damn, dog! They got a they got, got a room they got, full of investigators. They got the footage of them carrying the dude out on a stretcher. Yes, he knocked him cold <laughs> smack out. Why did he need a stretcher? Was he tired from cleaning? No, he got a concussion because he, he stopped moving. The uh, nigga stopped moving. Stop. He got a concussion. Yeah, out, son. You know, do something, and he could actually get you know justice could be served. Oh, he got served, all right. Wow. Oh, man. His name is Mustafa Kamel Hindi. Oh, and uh, now you can call him Toby because he, right. he got his ass whooped. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Very last thing that I want to cover a little bit. Oh, Toby's um, the safe one. You can take the chains off him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make him clean up his blood before you get done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last thing, dude. Uh, and I just want to briefly talk about this. But Cam Newton said some stuff in the uh, ESPN the Magazine article. Uh, he was on the cover for being the next, like, big star. And I, I agree, he, he probably is the next big thing. A lot of people obsessed with Tebow and stuff. But, you know, true football connoisseurs watching the game, we know that, you know, Cam Newton is going to be the big deal. Um, so they asked him about race and uh, the question of, like, how do you feel about the fact that people compared you to Jamarcus Russell and uh, Vince Young uh, coming out of college and basically used their failure to – 
to say that you would fail on the next level um and basically set low expectations and tell people not to draft you and things of that nature and they basically call you lazy and and dumb for lack of uh better words um some people uh even question his smile and the genuineness and his ability to lead a team and stuff like that um based on the fact that uh they all black basically and so uh when he was asked about it um he said uh you know when when they said well how do you feel he said uh i can't sit up here and look at it like oh man my critics are racist i blame jamarcus russell to and to some degree vince young if you have the opportunity to make that kind of money doing something you love to do why would you screw it up i'm trying to be a trailblazer if baylor's robert griffin decides to come out i want people to say he could be the next cam newton instead of he's going to be the next jamarcus russell so um here's the thing it's kind of a complex issue Mm -hmm. um and actually you know what karen how do you feel about it? i'll let you start off i think uh for me, because when you're dealing with somebody like Ken who hates to lose and you're dealing with somebody like Ken who who just does whatever he has to do to win, he feels as though they failed because they screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and to an ex- to, and some to an extent it's not fair because of the situations they were in or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but in his mind, he felt like you should have took that opportunity, embraced it, and 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 went above and beyond whatever they said you can do. Mm-hmm. I think that's technically what he was saying. He was saying they put this stigma on me because they fucked up. Okay, uh, what do you think about it, Chris? I think it's like uh, I first got wind of it when Bomani Jones uh, tweeted out his his piece on it, and it's and you and I kind of chatted about it earlier today. I think uh, he did miss an opportunity. And it kind of surprised me. You think after all the stuff that happened to him, and to get to where he, he got, like he he would be, uh, he should know better. Uh, so it's a little disappointing. Uh, Bo Monty, Bo, Bo and I kind of talked, tweeted about it, and he said, like you know, I think he's young and naive, but at 23 years old, and based on his history, I think he should know better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jury's still out on the guy, and I think I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll learn from it, but he he missed a big opportunity. What do you think about it, Brandon? I just I think he just like Chris was saying. I think he's just young and dumb, and I don't know, man. I hope he has time to learn. So I hope he does. Unlike some people, I just hope he does. Let's put it like that. And 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 also I because there's nothing he's presented because he's left the media alone. So to me, there's nothing he presented that would make me think he would come out and say, yeah, y'all was racist. Like he keeps such a clean cut image. I don't think he would ever come out and say something like that, even if he felt it, um, because that's just the way it is. And if he would, they would just locally, they would tear him to pieces because he even bought that shit up. Yeah. His like one, you do have to understand the market. And I get that. Like our market here is not one for people to be bringing up race and stuff because it actually is a lot of racism down here, um, below the surface. And it's one of those like hot button topics where if he brought that up and Charlotte, it that would be the biggest thing on the radio for a long time yes. possibly even affect his career and the goodwill that he's engendered down here yes but uh more importantly i think what this says is well there's two two parts uh one he does believe in that self standard and that hard work and 
um and attitude goes a long way he, yes he kind of did the same thing where he talked about the changing the team the 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 uh ten the the way that the team approaches winning and make, getting a winning environment in uh charlotte north carolina with the panthers he kind of did this before and um it sounded like he was throwing his teammates under the bus and big helping himself when he was really just saying look i think the reason we're not winning is because y'all don't want it bad enough, and I'm going to change that. I'm going to make people want to win here. It's going to be infectious, and I don't want you to be okay with losing. And it kind of made it sound like, well, are you trying to say that when y'all lose, it's because your teammates are okay with it? And yeah. I think I think he's so good and so gifted and so blessed and such a hard worker. He does think that, which is, you know, fallacy. But still, that's what he thinks, you know, and that's why some people are able to succeed is because – they they do have that mentality. Um, the other part of this yeah. I, I gotta say is, I think we just found out that Cam Newton's just not that guy. Like he ain't gonna be the guy. Like um, as much as McNabb gets so much discredit, he was yeah. always that dude who would let you know the real when it came to race. And almost every other black quarterback that was currently playing skirted away from the topic because they knew it was a you know it was a bomb, dude. It could fuck up your career. Um, but I, I feel like uh, Cam Newton has just let us know right now, like, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that martyr. I'm not about to change the way racism is viewed. Nope. I'm just going to say I accept it how it is, and I got to be rise above it, and those guys should have rose above it. And the fact that they didn't is bringing the entire race down. And I'm not saying I agree with that, but that's what I think he's getting at. I, I agree because it seems like uh, your first point that you made had me thinking about uh, what I heard this morning. Jalen Rose was on uh, guest hosting for Mike and Mike, and he was talking about uh, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook getting into it. And, like, there's, there's so much tension around these guys trying to win the West. I'm going to get to a point here. They're trying, there's so much tension around uh, coming out of the West and being and representing them in the finals. With all that tension, if somebody says, "Man, you get when you gotta you gotta shoot you gotta shoot the ball," if they were losing, if they were a shitty team, it would probably be worse off. Like they would, they would it would be like you could you could have that nonchalant attitude. But now mm-hmm. that you're trying to, when you got somebody that's trying to push you to do better, that does cause cause tension. Yeah. Uh, and it's but but the race thing, you, there there has to be a guy that's going to say that. Maybe that's why McNabb isn't playing. Like maybe that's why he's he's been treated so bad. I there's a there's a I'm biased towards him. Like I I I I've admitted it on Bo's show. I admit it, you know, blatantly, but like why isn't he playing with the Bears? Why can't he go home and and throw the ball to those guys? You know what I'm saying? It's just right. kind of weird that he just his career just kind of ends and like just it just it just ends, you know. But there's other guys that are less talented that still have these opportunities to play, you know. Yep. And it, it 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 hurt. It makes me angry, man. And so yeah. when you get a guy that has this opportunity, because I don't I don't want to agree 100. percent Like this guy's 23 years old. Like both said, he's 23. I mean, he's naive. When I was 23, like I knew, yeah. I knew about stuff. You know, like I wasn't that dumb, and this yeah. kid isn't dumb. He's not dumb. Like I asked Bo uh, earlier, like, because um, I've talked to Morgan P. Campbell, who actually wrote something about this too. So if you want to get another perspective, make sure you check out Morgan. Um, he's on Twitter at Morgan P. Campbell. Um, I talked to him about it too, and Morgan was more like, it seems more calculated and business savvy, and and which makes it more cynical. 
that he like it's because I just don't I honestly don't believe that these black quarterbacks aren't prepared for these race questions. I just and maybe I'm the one who's naive, but I refuse to believe that if I'm an agent, I'm just letting my dude out the house, not knowing like, yo, they going to be bringing this shit up and I'm going to need you to say the right shit like. This could sink your fucking career because there's a lot of white people that watch this game to not be reminded about race and what they think about it. And you need to be, quote unquote, one of the good ones. And and the thing also about it, too, is that when you have uh, other quarterbacks who call out their teammates and say, you know, we should have did better and things like that, they're not criticized the same. So, you know, that underlining racism is always there. Right. And I think. Because uh, he broke so many records and he did he did so many things for the fact that he came out and said it's their fault that they, you know, didn't do versus the way a lot of the system is made up, the way that, you know, especially with Vince Young, you could be an unconventional quarterback and they didn't get a lot of the chances, honestly, that Tebow has. Like nobody right. put anything around them, nobody made the defense, nobody made it where they could grow. You know, like you like you said, he happened to be in an opportunity where here in Charlotte where they fired the coach and brought in a new one who came with new philosophies and just said, hey, you do you, and we'll adapt around you. But everybody doesn't get that opportunity. And the thing about it, the sad part about it is that, um, like Roger said, when you go back and look in history, a lot of uh, people that are great quarterbacks, a lot of times have training for years from coaches and all this stuff. A lot of the black dudes, they're like, hey, get out there and run and do your thing, and, and, and hopefully, you know, you can yeah. do something. When, you know, you have a quarterback that's been playing in the pocket since high school versus you have a quarterback they they get to the NFL and it's the first time he ever has really had to even play in the pocket and have schemes and plays drawn up around that. And it's a disadvantage from the beginning. But Cam Newton has such a uh, uh, awesome capability that he could do things that a lot of them just can't do. Like, they're not the same people, so it's not a fair comparison. Well, I would like to – one, that's the part that he didn't recognize was the – it's. Why am I even being compared to these two other than the fact that we are black, right? That's right. And that's kind of what people want them to call, call out and say. Now, personally, I think the business decision here is you, you actually don't acknowledge the racism. No, you don't. Now, I'm not saying that makes you a great person. But if if you're about being a man and an icon and about and, your money and, 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 you know, be in the face of a franchise, especially down south here in this city. Yes. Um, he almost has to run away from it. Now, I don't think he needed to throw them under the, the bus, bus to do it. Exactly. Yes. I think it, it, I think he could have I think he could have just as easily said, um, um, I'm going to be the best Cam Newton I can be. And I can't control if people are. If people are, if there is any racial aspect to how people are measuring me, I can't control that. I can only be as, as good as I can be. And, 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 and then you could basically get out of that same question without being like, well, them niggas fucked up. And that's why people is right to be racist. You know what I mean? Right. So that's how I took it, man. But, um, anyway, uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up the show, man. We've been on. You guys have been great to stay on this long, and I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, of course, go find uh everybody here is on Twitter. I'm at Roderick. Hold, hold on, Rod. I got Yo. stuff to say about Cam Newton. Oh, hold go on. ahead. My bad. Oh, yeah, I got to hold on to this. Um, no, I'm <laughs> <around>. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, shout out to that listener that wrote in. Um, and see, he was wasn't it fun having him on the show? It was to me. I Honestly, love having Brandon around. How can you not listen to Where's My Forty Eight? Because I I don't, I, I don't, I don't even know. get it. Man, that's my nigga. 
I'm anyway. holding on to that hate. Let it go. Come listen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, now you don't know how to agree to disagree and move on. Um, man, please don't stop listening to our show. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> the, um, so yeah, you can check us out. We're all on Twitter. Um, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. Chris, what's your Twitter? At Chris Lambert. Uh, L-A-M-B-E-R-T-H, right? Yes. Like a lamb giving birth without the eye. There you go. And Phenom Black, how do you spell yours? It's uh, P-H-E-N-O-M-B-L-A-K, no C, please. Check them out. Where's my 40 acres.com. Mundane Fe- Is it The Mundane Festival? Yeah, the yeah. mundane festival. The mundane festival. Um, and you can also, you know, of course, go to the blackouttips.com. Call us 704-557-0186. Email us the blackouttips at gmail.com and make sure you're donating. Make sure you're buying stuff from the store. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We'll read them regardless of content. Um, cause we are cool people like that. Yes. Um, and, uh, also, don't forget, we're also on, uh, Google Plus. Yes, we are. Uh, just go to the Black Owl Tips, doc, uh, the Black Owl Tips, uh, page on yeah. Google Plus. And if you're a strange person from West Africa, do not hit me on Gchat. That's not acceptable. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, uh, make sure that, uh, you're joining our Facebook group and stuff like that. We're over 2,500 likes at this point. Um, and we're gonna stick around and we're gonna answer some questions in vocal before we get off. Yes. But, um, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. You might think you've peeped the scene. You haven't. The real one's far too mean. The watered down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. It made it sound all whack and corny. Yes, it's awful, blasted, boring. Twisted fiction, sick addiction. We'll gather our children. It's up but listen. Can we get much higher? So high. About this back in Chicago Mercy, mercy me That mercy will I go That's me the first year that I blow How you say broken Spanish Me no I blow Me drown sorrow in that Diablo Me found bravery in my bravado DJs need to listen to the models You ain't got no fucking Yeezy in Serato Stupid, what the hell do I know I'm just a Chi-Town nigga with a nice flow And my chick in that new Phoebe Philo So much head I woke up to Sleepy Hollow Can we get much higher? Sex is on fire, I'm the king of Leona Lewis, beyond the truest. Hey teacher, teacher, tell me how do you respond to students and refresh the page and restart the memory, respark the soul and rebuild the energy. We stop the 
ignorance, we kill the enemy Sorry for the night, two months are still visit me The plan was to drink it to the pain over But what's worse, the pain or the hangover Fresh air, rolling down the window Too many urkels on your team, that's why your wind's low Don't make me pull the toys out, huh? Don't make me pull the toys And fire up the engines, huh? And then they make Just kids, no parents.